and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cuddlyfoof, and this is level 225. What? Joining me tonight is Big L. That's a lot of episodes. <laughs> it's a lot of episodes. Koosh Moose. Um, I can't do a Donald Duck to go with that Mickey, but uh, wow. <laughs> 225. Really, I've been here for every single one of them. It's awesome. I know, MVP. Never miss out. And we also have a special guest from the Z to Z days. We have Framehole. Hello, Mr. Poof. How are you? I am doing good. Wonderful. Mr. It's, Poof. Oh Mr. Poof. That's his daddy. Formal. Wait. I definitely heard him say Mr. Poof, not Monster Poof. <laughs> oh, or you think of what I'm drinking is a monster. No, uh, no. I'm just uh, trying to be polite uh, visiting your beloved podcast here, so... Yeah, visiting the podcast, trying to get us to get a Marvel Snap channel. Do you better believe it? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> would you put that evil on me? What is that? Oh, Kush, we'll that? talk about it on Sunday. I'm sure. I tell you about we my probably deck. Probably will. <laughs> See, like we were just talking about. I would love to play that, but I know that'll be addiction. It's bad, you bring man. Back years pop, man. That's where it was at. Are you guys no, playing well, you no know, achievements again? Uh-huh. Well, oh, let's get to the serious man. question though. Did you have you put any money into it yet? Oh, I'm like so close. I that that season <laughs> oh. pass is like just calling to me. And it's like it's oh, a, oh man, I'm just getting so much fun out of this. Like 10 bucks, that's not so bad, right? It's like Spider-Man stuff, right? Isn't that what this season is, I think? Uh Black Panther. Wakanda Black forever, Panther. baby. Oh, yeah, that makes oh, sense. Okay. That does make sense. Yeah. I might be going to see that this weekend. I'm really excited. That movie looks is gonna be so good. Yeah. I'd take those it's expectations down just a titch if you're comparing it to the first one. But I, I do think it will be very good. How long is the movie, Nate? Probably two, something well, different I, about the second one. I think it's like two hours and forty minutes. Whoa, really? that's a long movie. Yeah. Does it uh, well, does Wakanda sink at the end? I asked a certain device uh, how long it was, and that was the runtime they told me. So, uh-oh. And you have forty minutes of commercials in the beginning. Then you have to sit <laughs> through the credits to see whatever the end scene is. So mm-hmm. you're going to be in the movie theater for about four hours. Two forty. <laughs> I bet there's like two, maybe three post credit scenes. Three oh, seems man. a lot. I, I would bet two. I think two is like their standard. Yeah. Okay. There'll be a pre-credit stinger. And two post-credits <laughs> bits. I'm here for it. Bring it on. I, one I, one launch into one phase, what are we in phase six now? And then the other one's going to be a throwaway group joke. Ah. Uh, another you know, Howard the Duck. <laughs> All right, before this show turns. I betting against that. <laughs> <laughs> what, you want to stay on track here? Oh, fine, fine. I know no, we started I don't. late I'm, and my, my audio is really. bad. Everything's bad. No, you're awesome. <laughs> Oh, you're fine. We're doing fine. But besides, Michelle's happy. There's there hasn't been any food talk yet. So, oh, I was just gonna ask what everyone eat for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) He's just gonna ask what's your movie snack of choice. That was one of the things I I, Uh, I was thinking. (laughs) I can't even imagine two hour forty movie. You have to eat, eat everything. Shoot, popcorn and a cherry coke. Let's go. Yeah, my boring answer is also popcorn. Anyway. I love popcorn. 
popcorn. I've just got uh, a jacket full of Halloween candy. <laughs> mm. Good God. Look at you Good coming God. a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mr. Minnesota. Kringle. Our jackets are huge. <laughs> All right, we'll just call you uh, diabetes forever. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Awesome. All right. We've been off track. Let's get into it. Uh well, Frame, this was your question. It was my question. Week. So why don't you go ahead and read it off? Oh yeah, the actual question itself. Um yeah. sure. You well, asked it to us, so you might as well ask it to everyone. That listening. makes sense. Um yeah, ultimately because I, mean, I don't know if most of everybody knows that I am one of the members of the True Achievements Community Events team. Uh, do lots of stuff with the achievement hound or achievement hunting community, the achievement hounds community, the ZZ community. I've been doing contests forever, and we are kind of ramping into a new season of TA events. Um, and and of course. Christmas right around the corner means 12 days of Christmas is coming up. And so that got me thinking, what is everybody's favorite achievement hunting contest or activities? And and we opened it up to everything. So it could be TA, uh, could be the achievement hunting stuff that we do. You know, some of the stuff that I do, like the Freemoles Completions Challenge. You know, 2023, I'm going to be announcing here soon with the uh, Black Friday sale coming up. We might might get on that early. Um, the, the, the new TA targets that have come out. Anyway, there's tons and tons of stuff out there. And so I want to see what the community likes because that helps inform me what maybe the greater community would like for TA. Maybe we can pull some of those individuals over to our community or, uh, even, you know, come up with some new ideas. Uh, there's been a couple of fun, uh, concepts, uh, floated around that I'm, I'm excited about. So we wanted to just see what, uh, everyone everyone was interested in. So we got lots and lots of uh, responses. Um, Kush, you want to start and, and, and let me know what, what you're thinking. Absolutely. I will start with Eric. He says, and then, I'll, then we'll get to me. These guys first, uh, without a doubt, it's better. Completions matter. Uh, I'd known about the contest for a couple of years, but never entered until last year as I didn't really understand it. Now towards the end of my second year, I absolutely love taking part. I'll never win the thing, <clears throat> but being given a random game each month to finish, which I have yet to re-roll, and a host of different bonuses to aim for gives uh, a lot of variety in the games I play through, and it really helps clear out the backlog. Oh yeah, I mean, that, that contest, <laughs> there's a lot of variety in that thing. Uh, it, so much so that I've lost track, uh, and I pretty much always fall off that thing in the first month, second month. <laughs> I just, I never go back for it. But I love the fact that it exists. Um, uh, GT3 Option Fan says, Mine is RTDL currently. I like that it helps me focus on what I'm going to play, and it's flexible, but I can decide to have my pool be just stuff I want to clean up or open it up to games in my backlog that I want to try. The added incentive of the scoring and ways to earn rerolls adds to the enjoyment. Uh, yes, that thing has grown over the decade? <laughs> Almost decade? Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, and I, I really like the... Uh, the uh, the scavenger hunt variation, I think that is genius, and that is a lot of fun. Um, and I know a lot of people enjoy that. And I think is it, did he say did uh, did Spaceman say that it's now to the point where there are more scavenger hunters than there are standard? 
Oh, I don't know. I didn't see really? that, but but I, I I would I could see why it's it it's adds this level of complexity that's just awesome. Yeah. Especially uh, it, for it, the people that have been doing it forever, it's just a change of pace. It's a metagame on top of a metagame. It's uh, I mean that's such the the Chivo Hunter way. Uh, a Hizo says anything backlog related comes out on top for me. God only knows I'm not good about completing games, so I always have a wide variety to go back to. RTDL is a close second for the same reason, having a precise target to aim for, alongside scavenger mode, adding a puzzle aspect, and not letting me beeline the achievement. It has been great this year. So, uh, yeah, uh, we've mentioned those. Uh, For me personally, um, of course, there's no real challenge in the Game Pass closings, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's what I am a slave to. Uh, I just, I do that. And no one does the choice. <laughs> Nobody gives me a prize for that. I wish someone was keeping track. I know, uh, <laughs> I know Mario was keeping track at, at one point in time. Uh, or a skeptical Mario, but he, he stopped doing that because that got crazy. Um, back in the Z to Z days, I loved the Gamer Tag Challenge. And that's one of the reasons I asked for permission to keep it going over here uh, at age 101. And luckily, everyone involved said, yes, you can do it. So I've been keeping that thing running. I, I like coming up with the challenges for that. And that for me is the fun because I don't really get to compete in it. Uh, so I like working with people to uh, get those challenges going. Um, and of course, the 12 days. I love the 12 days. Um, that's a lot of fun. And I think that you, you mentioned the target screen. That is relatively new. Uh, and they were kind of boring until mm-hmm. this past month. This past month has been really creative. <laughs> and I hope that that's the way that they're, they're going to keep going. Uh, I mean, I know it's hard to do that all the time, but I like the variety and I hope that they keep some of that variety as, as they go along. Yeah. We were asked by rich in our staff discord. Uh, and he was just like, Hey, you know, we've done the play X many of days one. We've done this one before anyone have any fun ideas. And the community events team just went fricking bananas and came up with some wacky stuff. And, uh, and he's like, these are great. Yeah, we, I love these. And so he's super on board. And then just hearing, I mean, if you look at some of the, uh, you know, the forum posts and stuff, people, I, people are really digging it. And I will say, if you enjoy the, the wackiness that was uh, no, November, and, and I, I'm guessing December will be the same, uh, you guys are going to very much enjoy 12 days because we got, we got silly uh, this year for the 12 days. So... Um, you know, there'll be, there'll be some tried and true, some, some stuff that you've seen in the past, but, uh, we, we, we stretched out a little bit and, and did some, uh, did some weird things. So, so hopefully you'll enjoy this year's, uh, this year's list. Stretching out and trying some wacky new stuff just sounds like more things to go wrong for people to yell at you guys for because other people suck at playing games. Totally. Well, that's, you know, that will happen, but I'm excited. Sounds awesome. Yeah. You know, I, I will admit that with, because even that with the targets too, every time you click on one of those, they have that little button there that's like, hey, show me my valid achievements. And and so I feel like that's shut up a lot of people where they're just like, oh, I can't do this. Everything's so hard. And just like, just click on this and it'll tell you your easy stuff right <laughs> away. Like just settle down and you're fine. Whoa. Uh, you know. But then you get the people that say it's too many clicks. Come rip roaring today, Bream. I bet you know what? Hey, I I, I bring the bring the spice, spicy takes all day. 
Is there a place to see which achievements you have earned towards your targets? Because I haven't found that one. And you got to kind of go, like, oh, like I'm the like, actual achievements. Uh, you have to like look manually. Yeah, and that's the as one far I as I know. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Like, oh, I have gold already. What did I do? And then I have no idea. It's weird because there's on the scoreboard they they show people that have like twenty of them. And it's like okay, that's cool, but like, what are they? Yeah, agreed. That, that's what I like to know. So do better, Freem. Well, God. it's it's on the uh, the request <laughs> list. That's for sure. So, uh, how right. about I jump in and I'll uh, I'll, I'll cover some more patron <laughs> responses. Like Retro Chief, he says, RTDL, baby. Yeah. I, I added the baby. That was a little bit me. Love the random 25 <laughs> achievements that I have to finish in the month. It's only a month, so there's a little bit of a time crunch aspect. I curate for my leaderboard push and backlog clearance, so it makes it that much more interesting by mixing up what I play. It also opens up opportunities for multiplayer with other people and help them with their lists. I intend it to be my main contest through the year and a few from the H1 crew. Plus, it feeds my spreadsheet addiction. And that that personally speaks to me um, because I, you know, spend plenty of time at work fantasizing about the games that I play and moving data around spreadsheets that it's almost like playing the game. Um, and I know I know <laughs> Chewy is kind of in that same boat, too, where it's like making the spreadsheets about the games that you're going to play is Almost as fun as actually playing the games. So that's cool. Um, Speaking of Chewy, he also chimes in and says, I like a little bit of everything, especially with the additional meta of being able to stack things across multiple contests at once. I like the simple stuff, the stupidly complex stuff, and the super creative stuff. And I'm really proud of the things you've been able to do with the community here. People like Vulgar, Freem, EOJ, Mario, Spaceman... Among others, have come up with some really neat and interesting ideas, uh, things to enhance our hobby and addiction. Uh, personally, I've particularly enjoyed getting into the BCM for the first time this year. RTDL is a constantly great concept, particularly since the scavenger mode was created. The guy, he likes the goal getter, the gamertag challenge, the TA targets, the extra credits. Uh, they've also been good monthly enhancements on top of everything else. So. Uh, and, and then on TA, love the 12 days as a way to cap off the year. Um, I mean, he so he just loves everything, I guess. Oh, and then he yeah. added, he added <laughs> at the end Whoa, there. my goodness. He didn't mention Hangman <laughs> Bream, so oh, sorry. Oh, I missed the list. Um, that was Animal from Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, his younger, aren't they related? Isn't Animal a, a Wookiee, sure. a lowercase w? Oh. Let's go with that. He's gonna um, get mad. I'll give you my <laughs> new lore. My, yep, I'll give you my uh, my bit here. One of the big reasons I joined the TA community team is because I absolutely hated the head-to-head competitions and the uh, the great true achievement score challenge. Like, just despised them. Uh, mainly because I can't compete. Right, it's not fun for me to go in there with you know eight hours of gaming a week back in the day and. And just watch these dudes who can, you know, sit in their basement and, and pound out gamer score and TAD and all that stuff till the cows come home. And and I just, you know, so it's like we need to come up with ways to encourage the community and, and, and be able to do things on your own pace um, and, and, and open it up to everybody. So, you know, that was one of the main idea reasons I came up with the 12 Days of Christmas. 
Um, you know, Hangman, you can play your own. Casual Warboats, love the Casual Warboats. And of course, Scavenger RTDL. But unfortunately for me, Scavenger RTDL has taken a back seat because I cannot stop with the BCM Random Game of the Month. And then of course, I do my Freemholes Completion Challenge, and that rolls right into the BCM. And I, you know, what was it? Who? I forgot who just said uh, the BCM. Is that Ahizo? No. Um, Ruderick. Um, yeah. I'm with him. Like, I can't compete, but just keep clicking things off the list is super fun. And and I've I have re-rolled my random games, but I've done all of them so far. And this month, uh, I've I've actually gotten some comments in my friends' feed because I'm working on the the hot new Modern Warfare Two. I don't know if you guys have heard of this Ooh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. What? Yeah. I so much so that I had to buy Ooh, a second copy for um for my son because i want to uh we need to do the spec ops together so when i went to gamestop to get the used copy i was like oh man yeah the the hot new release modern warfare 2 and he kind of looked at me like you know this is the 2009 version right um good job they're wondering yeah no it's old school playing the old school 360 version on backwards compatibility and it is uh it's super fun. I'm 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 enjoying going back to that. How and old is then, your son uh, now? He uh, just turned fourteen, and so we were playing. Wow. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember the the those spec ops missions at all, but so we're just getting introduced to him. He's he's had the flu all week, so like oh. we finally were like, I put a mask on. You can go in the basement, take the mask off in the basement, and and then we can then we can game. And I just jumped him into three star, the veteran stuff. I'm like, listen, you play Warzone all the time. You should totally know how to do this. And he he was like, how come I can't slide run? What the hell is this all about? And he's like, all the modern things about what you can do in in Call of Duty games. Like, no, no, but it, it everything's fine. It's all the same. Uh, but we played the one. one. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say he would be one of the kids. Uh complaining nowadays on tiktok or wherever that all the modern stuff that's been added through the last couple of call of duty games aren't there no longer totally like the slot the sliding and the reload cancels and all that crap oh yeah where's my slide to wall run to to hook shot yep yep and so yeah he was we were doing the the stealth mission one in the snow and i was like he uh you know first first set of dudes comes up and he just starts unloading on them like, no, 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 no. Like, we got to be quiet. And I mean, we immediately got eaten by dogs. Like, it was out of control. <laughs> it's like, no, the, that's not how this one works. We have to, we have to take our time. Um, it was, it's, it's been fun. Um, the, uh, let's, uh, let me touch on Mental Knight 5's response as well. He, uh, he says, my favorite events have been where people work together towards a huge goal, like the Year of the Assassin or the wonky gamer score thing. It made me crave more things where there's a bunch of goals for the whole community and we split it up and have different people doing different things, you know, like 30 easy games, 10 hard games, 10,000 gamer scores in the puzzle, 10,000 TAD in sports, you know, that kind of thing. He says, which Freemhaven came pretty close to in small groups. Uh, so I wanted to pick that one because I do want to mention about Freemhaven since I've kind of fallen off the face of the earth with that. Um, it's, it's effectively dead, but I think if... 
my work hires a new person, like I might be able to get back into it, but it has, I cannot keep up with what I did. And, and maybe at some point I'll have to pull someone in to help me write, uh, stuff if, if we can get around to trying to finish that. But, uh, it's, it's unfortunately pretty much dead. I, cause I, I just, I just couldn't keep up with it. Um, so I'm sorry, but I hope it was fun while it lasted. I enjoyed doing it and I still would like to try and put a bow on that, but uh that's that's where it, it lands for now kenny you want to take the next set of responses sure all right so the first response comes from wild west 08 says my favorite are 12 days of christmas and warboats i like the challenges and single play aspect of it i know warboats changed this year so it might not make my last going forward the ideal challenge for me does not involve competing against other people. <clears throat> not a solo player. What did you think of the competitive warboats piece? Did you guys dig that at all? Badging out, baby. That's that's where you. I mean, I and I yeah. I, mm. I like the idea that there was somebody on the other side, but I super didn't. I like it wasn't super active into it, um, because I was also badging out, but like I. Still worked on my list, but once I realized like I couldn't beat a person, I was like, well, I'm not going to stay up late doing it or anything. But I feel like that maybe scratched the itch for a couple of people for that head-to-head. Um, I don't know if there's a way we can like tailor it so it's m- the more competitive people can be like filtered together. I don't know. Well, my response to you and my response to the contest in general is, for the most part, especially the TA ones, I usually just don't uh, partake in them because I came to TA late. I'm missing a bunch of badges and whatnot. So since I can't get them all, eh, I don't really care about them going forward. And also since I know I just cannot compete in most of the challenges that are uh, more competitions, it's like I just kind of lose all purpose for me in it anyway. Like G task, I know I'll never be able to, uh, I'll never be able to win. I'll never get close to winning. I don't have the time or uh, desire to have the effort to be able to put forth into it. So it's like, what's the purpose of signing up if I know I'm not, I'm not actually going to compete? Like I, th- I knew we've talked about contests before on here, and it sucks when you get paired up against a, uh, uh, what'd you guys call them? This the person that just signed up and didn't actually compete. Pudding. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know it sucks when you actually want to have some sort of comp- uh, competition and actually compete because that is the challenge is part of uh, the fun for these things. And when I know I'm going to be like that, it's like, why ruin someone else's uh, day or week or however long it goes? Totally. But as far as like anything personal stuff, I have done like the 12 days of Christmas. I uh, RTDL would be my pick for what my favorite is. I always did like in the list and seeing what games would just be randomly pulled from the back from the backlog. Multiple times I've had games. It's like, I forgot to even own that game. <laughs> I love that back in the day. Let's go play that some more and, you know, earn that achievement and also want to play in a little bit more and earn some more achievements or something. I think that's um, why I like BCM because it does pull those weirdos where it's like, yeah, why would I finish Modern Warfare Two? Well, because BCM told me to, and I don't know why I'm compelled. Like it is such a du- <laughs> like, 
I could have Koosh tell me a game and like, I, you know, like, hey, Freem, finish this one. Complete Ori. <laughs> I'm not going to finish. I Did you complete that? Of course not. Yeah, I I put that on my I put <laughs> that on my retirement response. list of like <laughs> I did all the ones I wanted to do, finished on hard, all that kind of stuff. But like, I'm not gonna dashboard every time I die. Like that's mm-hmm. you're asking too much. See, and that's where the RTDL or a BCM or something like that is really cool because I'm sure you all and I know I have games where it's just like I have one or two or three achievements left and. I know you can get the, the achievement. You can go do it at any point, but it's just like, I, do I really feel like doing it when right. I have this new Game Pass game or this new other shiny object that I'd rather go play? But or, we have these contests that draw you into that backlog. It's like, all right, here, there's the reason to go back and complete that game or to do that thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then one other response is from Vulgar Latin. He says... I really like backlog competitions. It's fun to look back on stuff and improve completion percentage. You're long though. I love RTDL scavenger. I like solving lists. <laughs> I think everyone's in, in agreement. Uh, RTDL scavenger is just really cool. Really cool game mode for that. Yeah, it is uh, fun. Um, For you guys, do you, are you all caught up on, Community badges, and I know Kenny. You just said you weren't Kush. You're yeah. you're you're full on badges, right? Yeah, I'm, I've kept up with all the badges. What are we, is luckily. it Club uh, eighty five now? What are we at? Oh no, I haven't, I haven't followed that. I just mean I personally uh, yeah. have all my badges, but I forgot what the, cl- yeah, it, the club it was, number it was is ninety something. So it's yeah, it's got to be lower than that. But now, so yeah, I'm L, still in that. You L, yeah, you're in that one too, right, El? As far as I know, yeah. <laughs> they haven't kicked you out yet. Nope. <laughs> what about targets? You guys caught up? Are you guys all your targets um, done? Yes. I missed one, and I'm bitter because uh, the end of the month snuck up on me, and I, I did not Forgot. get it done. Mm. So I, I cannot get a perfect in that. So it bugs me. I'm, I'm still going to keep my next to perfect, but it is going to constantly bug me <laughs> uh, from here till forever. See? And that's why I don't do the TA contest, because I, I can't have them all. The contest went on, we're, we're going on before, yeah. uh, before I joined TA, so it's like, I could have, you know, my completion, but... Oh, come on, you play Pokemon and you don't ever get them all either, so you could get as many as you Bye. can get and have fun doing what you do. The thing is, most of them just kind of happen naturally, so I'm not like, it's not like I'm really going out of my way to get these things, so... Oh, that when <laughs> I told Rich, too, I was like... Oh. I rich. I hate it when you do racing Something games changed. or sports games. Like that makes me play outside of my normal, normal gaming. Like that sucks so bad. And like <laughs> this, this one with like Ring and Sonic. Like I gotten one, so it's like there's no way I'm gonna get five just randomly. So I have to focus on that at the end of the month. And I've already checked the three Game Pass games that are leaving, and they don't have any either. Synergy. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I've gotten one so far. So I'm gonna have to pay attention to that at some point. It's, they're not coming in quick. So uh yeah. That so one I will have to aim for. World's best gamers leaderboard, one hundred percent community challenges. There are currently eighty-six people in this leaderboard, but it does say there are three people with every community challenge that are not on this leaderboard. They are Chindakta, 
Gunstar Red and Big L. How come hey. you didn't join the leaderboard, Big L? Yeah. I don't like peer pressure. He just I likes d- giving out peer pressure. I was just gonna say, I don't you don't like peers. <laughs> I've never been invited. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it was out there. Somebody send this man an invite. That way he has no excuses. Chin Doctor has to join it eighty six times. Anyway, so there you go. All right. Yeah, last uh, month, last month with the targets. Um, it's funny. The hardest one was getting uh, first person shooter points. It's like, what do I get first person shooter points in? And I wound up doing uh, bouncy bullets too, because it was like the only easy one I hadn't done yet. Oh, I did uh, six hundred points in a An- Antarctica eighty six or eighty nine or whatever eighty eight. What whatever that dumb game was um man that thing sucked that <laughs> was super bad i don't know what that is awesome. i've never heard of that either it's a cheapy let me look it up here it's a, a, a easy one to two hour completion you can put on um antarctica 88 you can put on god mode right so so like you're invisible to all the enemies so you, they don't even they're, they're not even aggro to you it's a uh, epics Epics R Games, uh, developed by Euphoria, came out last December 2021. Uh, yeah, first-person shooter, and it is bad. Uh, I have never seen this. It is real bad. Huh. Yeah, that, don't, that just looks like it's not going to be good. Um, oh, why don't you go ahead and read Hi. off your responses? Hi, guys. Hi. All right. Mr. J. Blach says, my top three are 12 Days of Christmas because of the variety of the challenges. Scavenger RTDL, not knowing what the achievement I need is means I play the game more. And three, I have to pick my baby, Goal Getter. To do well, you need a well-rounded play style. If you focus on a couple stats and uh, on casually, on the rest, you should do fine. Yeah, Jables. uh Goal Gutter is probably my 13th favorite uh, contest for sure. <laughs> we need some more info on that one. I don't remember. There's so many of these. So many. It needs a fancy uh, acronym. That's what I was saying. Like GG is something else, I think. GG. Hawkeye Barry says head to head competitions. BCM has a good format for a month long competition, but TAs were the best. Nothing like the rush of first senior list and thinking I can get for. Uh, I can for sure get these, probably these, and if I'm lucky, a couple of these. <laughs> Only a week long, so you have to hustle versus a good opponent. And if you can make it to the knockout phase, then there was more pressure because it was win or go home. Unfortunately, the TA head-to-head are no longer a thing. Um, is he talking about UHH or something else? Uh, I'm not quite sure what he's talking about. Cream? I don't know. Maybe. Is there like a month long? Is there a BCM, a weekly BCM format that I missed? I forget. I am not sure. Okay. Hatton says, my favorites have been when the community comes together, either as a whole, like the viral achievement month or the big zombie fests, or ones where you can work as a team. Individually, I would never trouble the top scorers. So normally, 
tail off my commitment after a couple days, and it seems like the same few win in each month, which I reckon puts people off joining and probably stunts a lot of the chatter in the channels about it. Team contests seem a lot fair and make for a lot of chatter and banter across the teams. Yes, the it's team contests wrong. were good. Was that if, if someone does a lot and someone does a little, they're still contributing towards the team. So those ones were cool. Now, Freem, you're here. What's up? I have a boner to pick with you. Oh, boy. What, what happened uh... to the UHH? Like, I know that people had issues with people preloading and this and that, but who cares? Just bring it back. Or at least give us the ability to challenge a friend one-on-one. Give us nah, the capability to do you, so. You answered your own question. It's, it's humans. Humans is why we can't have nice things. You've got... <laughs> but you could say that for any of these things. <laughs> I to- totally can. <laughs> like, I mean... it is, it is, it was so hostile in the forums. Really? And, oh yeah, it was out of control. Bring um, on the toxicity. Let's go. Yeah. And there was, there was no good way, like, we're, we've been trying, so like, like with the Warboats head-to-head, we were trying to find ways to still kind of do the UHH, but didn't make it like we're trying to figure out ways that it that you can it wasn't based on time zones and it wasn't based on, you know, preload and being able to, you know, fix your 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 um what am I talking about? Your game collection and curate it to such a point. I mean like listen, you know, let's talk scavenger RTDL L. What, uh, how difficult is your, your list that you're, oh no, you guys are doing the big full long, I mean, giant thing now, right? But like back in um, the day, you've had some pretty, pretty easy pools well, to pull from. I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> I'll get but there. like, and that's fine. I mean, hey, like, I, I'm not personally going for RTDL leaderboards, so I don't care. Like it's you got you do whatever you want to do if you if and I know you love completing all those one to two hour games so like you mm. just punching out completion after completion like mm. that sounds like fun right I'm sure you enjoy it I listen to when I listen to the podcast and you tell me about what garbage game you played it's like wow I don't want to waste my time but but to each I, their I, own man I'm not, I'm not talking trash about anybody settle down oh <laughs> settle down Beavis. I was just saying that I would like the ability to challenge someone yeah. in UHH. The same way that uh, Iron came up with lists for uh, BCM last month. Yeah, uh, I mean, we, no, that's all. we that's talked all about it with the Warboats, about trying to pick people to challenge. Um, not yeah. quite there yet. Already? Not quite there yet. Mm. Let's see, the, Warboats. Um, the, shoot, what is it called? The... I don't think so. <sighs> Uh, hold on. Could you go with what you were going to say? I forgot. I can't think. Of so warboats, I really liked, but then, like you said, with people that were badging out, yeah. Like if I was playing in week three and I got ten and my opponent got zero, it's like, okay, why am I doing this? It you sounds know, you're like to be doing it for yourself. Yeah, based on the response, it sounds like <laughs> next time we do that, we will be implementing, um, like brackets where, like, you know, if you if you are competitive, you'll be put into a different pool than if you're a pudding. Um, right. And like the badging out people versus the, you know, the go-getters. 
Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully we can, you, you know, you match, kind you match people kind of up match based up on that their a little tr- better. Yeah, you match people up based on their true skill. <laughs> Not, like yeah, we got an MMR <laughs> in the background for sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I like warboats. Yeah, I noticed no one really said G Task as as no. uh, as their that's favorite. Out, I wonder why. You think that's, that's what it out, is? Man. Well, again, it's you know I, it, I can, the the, the story's it. been written on how to how to be competitive on that. Like there, you you could you could follow a guide on how to win GTASC, right? Elroy does it every year. He's in you know, and it's like you understand the commitment that it takes. And if you yeah. really want that hoodie, then awesome. Then I hope you don't care about your life for six months. I will say that the six month, paring it down to six months that planting has done, I think has helped uh, make it a little bit more exciting. Like people don't get burnt out so bad. And yes. the fact that he does the bonuses every week like that, like people, you know, you need the bonuses to be competitive now. So like you have to find a way to both preload and do the bonuses. And so like I think the people who are into it like do enjoy it. But that's a level of gamer that I I can never be competitive with. Mm-hmm. Have Which you is ever, have you ever spoken to Planting and seen if he's going to go back to a straight gamer score? Um, no, no, he's not. Or you don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't have a definitive answer from him, but like the there TAD just makes so much more sense um, because it's it's both gamer score and difficulty in a metric that's relatively easy to get. Um. It is a little inflated by those new games, but but it's 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 a much more level playing field than just being able to spend enough money to get the cheapies every week, um, or or being a quote unquote reviewer to get all your codes early or whatever. Um, so yeah, TAD I think is is probably what's going to be moving forward always, but I, I don't know for sure. I will say I was just uh, wondering. With the with the RTDL, I had a Vampire Survivors on my scavenger, and nice. so and I I, I locked it early because I I already had a bunch of achievements going into it. So there's it was like six achievements. It could have been, of course, it was the sixth one I got. But it started out at a 189 ratio, and then when it when console hit, it it went from slot number seven to slot number twenty. Because because the wow. inflation is out of control on that game right now, and it has oh everybody's fried. playing it. Oh everybody's playing it. It is so good. It's so much fun. It's so <laughs> addicting. <laughs> uh, I gotta try that game. It's it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. We should it's, talk about uh, our games. I think. No. Yeah. You, did you answer, L? Is that why no. you're you're delaying? I was about to say, is there any is there anything else that? Or? I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, you guys know I like RTDL, but yeah. I am enjoying. I don't know. I really want to. Uh, I just even the easy games that show up on my list. I don't always finish them all, and then they just stick around on my tag. It's like I just want to, you know, complete some games and and. And that's really what I want to focus on. So sometimes that's difficult on RTDL because you get what you need and you move on. Mm. Even uh, in Scavenger. Hence the reason why he played Sunset Overdrive for four years. 
That's exactly well, I, correct. That's correct. You're absolutely I right. I look at like, like, you know, I do the completion challenge. I love completions because like, you know, I've, I've said yeah. it before, it, it means you're done with the game, right? There's absolutely nothing else to do. You've finished everything. But like, because I'm so focused on completions, I will never play Gears of War 4. And that sucks because mm. I want to play that campaign. Like that campaign would be super fun, but it's every time mm. I'm like, Oh man, do I have you need twenty hours to do the campaign? Well, no, because I got I got three I got three games leaving Game Pass that I got to do. Play like, it got, with, uh, you know, play Gears of War four with Kenny. He's down. He'll he'll play with you. I'm down. You need a co op partner. <laughs> yeah, and he'll teach you I the ways of Gears and co op. And he'll teach you the ways of uh not caring about a completion. It no, and I, I've I've started to do that. Like my retirement list is You're getting not really super a long. Hundred percent guy. No, I'm definitely retirement not. list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I some gotta, games you can't put on a on the. I want this completion list. Like, and, and you don't. You're never going to get it. And you don't sleep, so you may as well. You can complete gears right. four if you really try. Yeah, I mean, all the gears are on my retirement list, especially like, like the stupid, uh, um, ukulele in the impossible lair. Right, that last achievement glitched on me. Right, so that's on my uh, retirement list. Uh, Munchkin Quacked Quest. Right. That's busted. I won't do that. Both the Ori and the Blind Forests are on my retirement list. Like, there's just, you know, I get to a point where it's like, oh, I've legitimately got all the ones that I, I'm going to get. Then that, um, I'm not going to, like Limbo, right? I'm not going to go for the five deaths thing. Like, I yep. probably could, but that doesn't sound fun to me. I'm going to move Sounds on. awful. Let's get a new experience. So, no, I'm not precious about completions, but it's... You know what's it's, fun for yeah. RTDL? Every month, I make a group on the Xbox, and it's satisfying to remove it from the group. And then it's mm-hmm. extra satisfying, very true. and it's a completion to uninstall the game. Uninstalling the game is definitely very satisfying. Oh, Looking yeah. at you, as dust falls. Oh, <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> so All right, you want to as, as dusk falls away into game showcase because, you know... That was this is what it seems like awful. you want to do. That was your awful <laughs> For one, that was just awful, and two, That's none the of the games that we're talking about is at dust fall. So it's like double well, I just, awful. I, I mean, I just wanted to congratulate us on completing it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish Fug didn't abandon our group. Now I got to do it on my own. Yeah, he ruined everything. Um, he I hate ruined ab- everything. I hate when people abandon groups. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Corey, <laughs> certain possum. <laughs> well, Corey abandoned us and did it on his own because I think his main reason was not wanting to deal with the having to party up every single time you get an achievement. You have to like remake the party and go through the 162 prompts. Are you oh, ready? That, Are you that, ready? Oh my God, it's terrible. That in the game was like 80 gigabytes or something stupid. It is a hard drive, but yes. Yeah, it was. The rest of us um, like seven did it together. Drawings and it's eighty gigs. The rest of us did it together, and yeah, the first two playthroughs were great. And then it was like, all right, now we got to sit through this scene again. And some quality of life stuff would have made it better, like to skip scenes you've already seen. Yeah, like visual novel. Yeah, then I mean, I did all the legwork to figure out what needs, you know, which scenes to go where, and everyone left me, so I'll just do it on my own. Come on, man. Well, I mean, you're doing the same work you would have done, uh, but only you are benefiting now, so that's good. Man, we should you should have joined our Thursday night group. We would have yeah. we would have welcomed you with open arms. Yeah, we got the completion <laughs> together, like a good group. I like it. Minus Corey. 
Hey, before we get into game showcase, um, I want to. There's a little behind the scenes thing uh, on on your little sheet here, L. When you when you initially <laughs> put in the game that you had, uh, I I know yes. you very purposely made it yes. font size sixty nine. <laughs> like that that was not lost on me. Oh, you figured. did not see that. But awesome. <laughs> did you also like you know you know yeah. if it's just blue and underlined that doesn't make it a hyperlink, right? I um <laughs> What's a hyperlink? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You did fix it in the in the current show, but when I first went to I it, mean, I was like, he just made it blue and sixty nine size, blue and underlined, that is not a link. <laughs> I did not see that. <laughs> it's probably because I got I got annoyed and I brought uh, it back to regular size. Oh, oh you did that? that? It probably, it probably uh, killed my lamp too, but kept the style. I did not see that. You got. But who wants to click on his game? Who wants to click on the game? He's so funny about? in so many ways. No one. If no you, one wanted to click on that. That's such an L thing. If, if you played the game, thing. you would understand. I. Well, you need to tell. Yeah, you need to tell me about this game. Like, what the hell is this? Am I going first at this point? Yes, it's our. He's what the. Oh, Why whoa. did I click this link? What are you trying to get me to right. download here? All right. I mean, I guess since I'm the guy that plays quick and easy games, I'm going to talk about Peepaw's Farm. Why is there an eggplant? The <laughs> I was first thinking thing the same see, thing. <laughs> the first thing you see when you it's boot the up the game thing. is a giant eggplant. <laughs> and I'm like, and my kids are and sitting it, next to mind. me, and, and my nine-year-old daughter's whispering to me, you know what that means, right? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, no, what does it mean? She's like, starts pointing. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, this is a game you could play with your children, though, believe it or not. Um, uh, I it, don't. It, no. It, yeah, you just enjoy the video. You could, you're going to watch the whole game completion done in the, by the time I'm done talking about this game. Um, oh, it, this is, looks awful. Oh, it's fantastic. You play the role of this farmer, and he goes, and he's got to just do some quick, some quick farming, some quick fetch quests, and <laughs> and um, you just have to load up the tractor with with some stuff, some pumpkins, and it's just a hilarious game. Now, you can complete this game if you watch a video beforehand in five minutes. You can get but all ten achievements in five minutes. You. Theoretically, can if you prepped. Okay. Because there's a speed run for completing the whole thing in five minutes. Yeah, I see that. What? Yes. And if you get that achievement, that means you got them all, more or less. But if you don't use a guide and you'll eventually figure out where everything is and it'll take you maybe, I don't know, 20 to 30 minutes instead. So you just go around and. Okay, and and you do the the tasks it gives you, and that's it. And but the dialogue is hilarious. And at the end, is it text dialogue yeah, or, or spoken? At the end uh, of the game, there's this giant eggplant that you have to water. And yeah, so that that inspired my uh, 69 font in the in the uh, doc. Gotcha. <laughs> there's a giant eggplant. Um, this looks like Castaway's Paradise. But somehow worse. Well, depends if you want bang for your buck or not. Because 
I didn't use the guide and I still got this game done. It's a $5 game and I guess that's fair. It's probably worth about, I don't know, $1. <laughs> oh, look at that. It's Xbox Xbox Play Anywhere. I didn't even realize that. Look, you can play this game on the go, people. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. What, what was the order? So each each achievement art is is labeled 1 through 10, but achievement number 3 is completing the story. Like why is, so why is it you, in that order once you beat the game it just it shows you all your challenges of what oh that so then you can click off the ones and, that you're yeah missing. it but then the mastermind achievement number 10 is to complete all the challenges and that includes yeah. the speed run so that's why you have to do it under five minutes and <laughs> and you have to take the striped pumpkin with you this is stuff you'll figure out after one or two playthroughs exactly what they mean so I wouldn't even recommend using a guide unless you want to, you know, complete a five dollar game in five minutes. You want to get every penny out of that five dollars. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, come on. You're here for the gainer score. You're not here for the game. Just get in, get out. Well, that's what I mean. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. This was actually enjoyable. And playing it with the kids was more enjoyable. But yes, this okay. there's no this game has zero, like even less than usual replay value. <laughs> And once it's once it's uninstalled, and I you know I saved, uh, I got back my two hundred and twenty eight megabytes. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> and uh, got in and got out, as you said, fine. But the Wonderful. eggplant and the humor. And if you ever scroll, the humor. If you ever scroll through your library of games, there's just going to be a giant eggplant buried. The humor. Yes, there is. A Honestly, level of humor you should there. put that in your. Trophy trophies, games. yes, yeah. <laughs> just, just that one. Okay, see now that's how you sell this game. Yeah. Oh, uh, now we need a peach sequel. <laughs> um, I bet Ma- Mima's farm. Y- yes, Yesai Ninja. That that might look like a peach. Is there like an onion on that one? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you have a five minute speed run in the game. Yeah, how... We talked about five minutes. <laughs> difficult how difficult is that like is it the I, kind of thing where i did it on maybe my third or fourth play of the game without using a guide and without like once you figure out where everything is it'll just it's not hard okay i was just wondering like it's flaccid uh, they like say the five minutes but really the yes. game takes two minutes so you have like three minutes uh to spare or it's a five minute complete they say i mean five look minutes, at my game time really 34 like minutes four. See, come on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We've officially yeah, talked longer than the game is. Exactly. Usually my game time on something like this is, you know, six to eight hours. <laughs> it's a very doable five minutes. <laughs> Got it. This is with my nine year old daughter playing. Like, I don't and yeah, I totally looked at that. I very much expected me to look at your page and you have like three and a half hours in this game. I already looked at that. I was waiting to Corey you and sit there and, and write you for how long I'll talk. As far as easy games go, I don't know. You could do a lot worse. Like bouncy this, bullets. It, it's this game has less to it than uh, Storm Boy. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> wow. I want to hear what Kush's game is because I saw this on Game Pass and mm, I categorize this. all my games and mm. try to slot this one in. I don't know what the hell this is. <laughs> well, let me give you a little backstory. 
<laughs> so the beginning of uh, this month was really hectic with trying to get things done for Game Pass and for server shutdowns and stuff. So when it came time to work on Superland, I said no. I, I you know, just don't really enjoy Superland all that much. I, I haven't given it too much of a fair shake. I need to go back to it at some point. But um, that was not going to be this month. So I passed on that because there was a huge game release on that other system called God of War Ragnarok, which of course meant that I was going to go back and play God of War 2018, which I started in <laughs> 2018. And uh, while I was playing that, I said, you know what? I need to I need to keep doing something on the Xbox. I'm going to play something of the same caliber. I'm going to take something out of Game Pass. I'm going to play that at the same time. That sounds sus. So I picked Frog Detective, the entire mystery. <laughs> totally the same game. Yes. This is this is <laughs> this is this is a fun little game. Uh it's, it doesn't quite compete uh to God of War 2018, but um <laughs> this was what I needed. Uh I was having a really bad day. Uh, you must have had a really bad day if this is what you needed to make it better. Well, let me just tell you, I was having a really bad day a couple days ago when I started this game. And it made me laugh. The uh, what is this game? It is an adventure game, according to uh, TA, but it's, it's kind of like a walking sim, point and click sort of conversation game. Uh, and so you are the frog detective, the second best detective at this detective agency. Uh, <laughs> you're second to uh, lobster detective, and uh, <laughs> okay. you go and you know he's he's busy. So they send you out to do this case and to do his cases. Um, so you go out there and the conversations in this game uh, are hilarious. Um, there's just the, the tone that they have, the humor that they have is so good. And it's exactly what I needed during a rough week. It just made me laugh. And, you know, the game is lighthearted. Uh, and like I said, the conversation is, is great. There's... <laughs> There's running jokes. This this game is basically three games sandwiched together. That's why it's called the entire mystery. You're playing the first case, the second case, and the third case. Um, and they have running jokes that go through all the cases. And uh, they, they made, like I said, they made me laugh. I love I love callbacks. So that's why I love Arrested Development. Um, now this is not the same quality as Arrested Development. This <laughs> is a game that a kid could beat pretty easily. Uh, you're going to beat every level, uh, every one of those cases. You're going to beat in about. 45 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes, you know, and that's just going around and, and just doing everything that there is to do, talking to everyone, picking up a few items. There's only, you know, seven, eight items per game they have to pick up. And basically, uh, you know, everybody has a, a, a set of dialogue they have to go through. Uh, almost every character has something that they need you to do, uh, which tends to be, you know, pick up this one thing. And then give that to this person. That person gives you a thing that you then give to somebody else. And you just do that round robin until you, you know, everyone has what they need. And then you go solve the case. Now, when it comes to solving the case, you don't even need to pick the person. It does it for you. It, it solves, <clears throat> it solves the crime as part of the story. Um, the third game actually has a scooter. So you can actually move around the level on a scooter, which is what my daughter did for about 20 minutes. She just, Scootered around the level, just jumping. And she thought that was hilarious and fun. <laughs> she did not like the conversations, <laughs> which I thought was the best part. Um, now, like I said, uh, the game is funny, but what you're not going to find funny 
is that there are seven missable achievements spread throughout the game. They are for doing they are for doing the wrong thing. So uh, when you have an item, sometimes you uh, you know exactly who you have to give that to. Well, if you intentionally give that to the wrong person, uh, sometimes that will have a funny uh, outcome, and that's worth an achievement. Every now and then, the uh, the author of the game, the writer of the game, will break the fourth wall, and they'll come in and they'll say something, and they'll kind of reset the uh, the continuity of time uh, and let you go back to that. Uh, you know, before that happens, so your your item isn't wasted and you can continue through. Um, so like I said, it's a great little game, uh, th- but that's not the not the end of the world because the levels are short. So if you wanted to go and play them again, you could. However, there is a secret menu uh, at the beginning of every game. If you hold down uh, left shift and L, uh, once again, this is on the PC. I don't think I mentioned that, but uh, when if you hold down on uh, the left shift key and L, at the start of each one of those chapters, a secret menu will come up that will let you pick pretty much any point in time. So getting to do those things that you missed is super fast. That's probably nice. take you five to ten minutes most at most uh, for what you need to do per level. Um, so you could really could run through this thing pretty quickly uh, if you wanted to. I, I'm sure you could use that to um, make your total playtime shorter too. But no one's written a guide for that. And really, the game was just fun. I enjoyed every conversation. This is the the sort of thing I know L likes to read everything. Uh, And you you will definitely, I think you'll definitely enjoy the conversations. It's not super in-depth. It's not like, you know, Monkey Island level of comedy. uh, But it is funny. Um, Yeah, it's a great little game. Uh, Frog Detective, the entire mystery. I had a great time with it. I, I finished it in... Since I had six hours and 40 minutes, I was letting it run while I was in a, uh, a I was going to say, that sounds like PC sh- shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> That's me on, on a work call. And yep. like, I actually have to pay attention. So it's just sitting over there just waiting. Um, Must be nice. But yeah. But yeah, I, I think it took about, it probably took about four hours total. And I was just taking my time with it. So great little game. This looks like an eight game. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> Who's next, Kenny? Is it you or me? Ah, uh, I guess I'll go first. All right. We'll wrap up with you. You're the guess. We'll end with the best. Oh, boy. <clears throat> All right. So I have been playing a game. Uh, actually, I was really excited about this game that, that came out a while ago. Um, and then, quite honestly, I think I just forgot about, about the fact that it existed. I saw it in my download. I'm like, oh, let me try this. And the game is Metal Hellsinger. Now, unfortunately, I don't have like a woo or a chip here to talk about this game and help me actually appreciate uh, how much how genius this game is with its music. But Metal Hellsinger, if you don't know, it is a first person shooter rhythm game. And as the name implies, it is Metal AF. So the game very much is like doom meets guitar hero where it is you are this super powerful creature that has cool guns and just is obliterating all the all the demons in hell that is that is the game it has a very it has a story in it um it's it's not much you're not playing this for the story it's very bare bones story. You're playing this for the action. You're playing this for the gameplay. It is 
fun. If you enjoy metal music, uh, specifically like death metal, you're going to enjoy this. If, uh, this game, it's like I said, it's a lot of fun. Um, the cool part about this game, actually, before I get to that, let me say this first. So the game is kind of, I don't want to say bare bones, but it's kind of simple in its design. So in at large, the, basically the idea of the game is you are a hell singer and there is a prophecy uh, that you are to def- kill the devil and something, something, kill all the demons in hell. I don't really quite remember. Like I said, I'm not paying too close attention to the story. But either way, there are eight levels in hell, each one obviously with increasing difficulty. And each level is kind of laid out the same. You start off the level at point A, you go through a little, you go through a little bit of the level. Um, It gets to what they call a uh, crap, I forget, not a hero moment. Glory kill? Like. I mean, not not that. I, f- I forget what they call it. It's like a slaughter moment or something like that. But essentially, you are now trapped in an area, and there's waves of demons that come at you, and you just have to kill all of them, and then the door opens up, then you can pro- then you can progress. Do the same thing again. Then you can progress, and then there's an end, end boss. And once you kill the boss, you beat the level, and you go on to the next hell. Now, what really makes this game awesome is as you kill things to the beat to the beat or you shoot your guns to the beat you increase your fury level uh it starts off as one then it goes to two then four eight then 16 as the fury level goes up the game gets more intense not from like an action standpoint but from a musical standpoint so when you at when you're at like fury level one, you're just hearing like doom, 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 and some bass or whatever, and it's just to help you keep the beat. Then when you get to fury level two, then a, then some guitar kicks in. Then the four, then more guitar kicks in, and then all the way up until you get to level sixteen, and in which case the entire uh, the entire song kicks in. The vocals don't kick in till. Uh, level 16 or till fury level 16 and that's when the game it just feels epic it really starts to go and what's even more awesome about this is it's not just some rat uh music by some guy it's legitimate artists are actually doing the music so yeah, when I does mean, surge guess, tankian show up okay that's that's that is definitely one of them um i have not gotten to him Spoilers. yet I'm pretty sure he's the he's the the last level because I haven't seen him yet. But the eight different bands you have the guy from Dark Tranquility, then you have um, the girl from Ginger, the girl from uh, Arch Enemy, uh, Alicia White Glues, not Angela. Then you have um, Matt Heafy of Trivium, Randy Bly of Lamb of God. Uh, the guy from Black Crown Initiate, and then Surge from System of a Down. I don't think I'm missing any. Uh, I think that's all. I might I might be missing one in there. But either way, like 
big name bands like some of them, like Lamb of God, System of a Down, Arch Enemy. They're giant. They're giant bands, and them being able to get those into the game makes this awesome. It's it's so cool to be able to sit here and play and listen to some of my favorite vocalists of a couple of my favorite bands like Arch Enemy. I'm a huge Arch Arch Enemy fan. Um. But yeah, like the game, like I said, it's a lot of fun to play. It actually is kind of difficult, at least for me, because I find myself focusing more on the music and trying to keep the band, the the music going. And I kind of get to the position where I'm dying because I'm not paying attention to my health and all that kind of stuff. Um, And then also the game in and of itself is actually just a little difficult. Um in that the only real way to get back your health is after you do so much damage to any of the demons, you can then slaughter them. And when you, and which is like a, basically a finishing move. And when you do that finishing move, you get your health back. Other than that, there's like a couple of health pickups essentially around the level. But outside of that, you basically have to slaughter enemies. If you do too much damage, then you lose your chance to slaughter them. Or if you don't slaughter them to the beat, you don't you can't actually slaughter them. You have to press the the slaughter button at the at the time of the beat, or else you don't get it. So uh, how how hard is it to do the beat? Like I'm terrible at rhythm, absolutely terrible. Like is it? Can you keep on the beat? Okay. It's not the easiest because you are focusing on so much like it's a fat it's a fast-paced game it's a first-person shooter like i said so you're paying attention to you know trying to kill these demons some are flying some are you know just moving around or whatever and then you're also trying to dash out of the way because a couple of these demons if they hit you it does significant damage so like while you're trying to pay attention to all that you're also trying to keep the beat so it does get difficult um (laughs) The way I found to be able to keep the beat the best is to actually start headbanging a little bit. Now I'm not like going nuts and you know doing windmill or something, but you know I'm kind of bobbing my head to the beat. And then once I get that, it's just like, all right, I just need to be able to sh- be. I just need to be sure to like press the fire button at the same rhythm. But yeah, it's it's not easy. But. Uh, one thing to make it easy, and I almost hate to say this because I'm sure there'll be a bunch of people that'll play it like this just to get the achievements, but you know, I'll get into achievements in a second. Um, there is an accessibility mode. If you don't mm. want to pay attention to playing playing to the beat, you just want to go in and do it as like a baby game kind of. You can turn that on, and you don't have to worry about that at all. All your shots are to the beat. Which now you're speaking helped. my language. Yeah, I figured I was speaking your language and a couple others paying attention to us, especially because, you know, if you're playing for contests, as of right now, it's a 3.2 ratio. And some of the harder achievements in the game, like the not shaken nor stirred achievement, never hit off beat in a hell. You know, that has a really good ratio. Um, And what was the other one? Uh Oh, and then the other one was the um, uh, shoot. I just had it. Sorry. It, it it's yeah, whatever. There's another achievement to basically only oh the pacifist achievement, which is to is to kill 
or to com- clear to hell using only Paz, which is essentially a talking skull that shoots fire. Let's just play it like that. And it's basically the weakest gun in the game. While ha- being able to fire or being able to turn on the accessibility mode and fire on beat helps with that. Also, because if you fire on beat, you do more damage. Or if you hit on beat, I shouldn't say. So keeping keeping to the beat is how you beat the game. You really need to. Um, outside of that, all, the achievements are kind of they're kind of uh, easy to get. So like, there's an achievement for beating the boss on all on on all the worlds. Uh, obviously, there's one for killing 666 demons, dash jumping a hundred times. So it's not too too difficult of an achievement list. Any of the difficult ones, if you just turn the accessibility on, you should be able to get it no problem. But uh, yeah, that's Metal Hellsinger. If you're into metal music or if you like rhythm games or first-person shooters, I would give this a shot. The game is a lot of fun. And like I said before, it's on Game Pass. So you can't lose, not losing anything by trying it. But, uh, I guess if you're a completionist, I would probably try this on an alternate tag because you're going to get this on your tag quite quickly. I have a beef with something, Kenny. Okay. I'm looking at the logo of the game, and I can read it perfectly. What up with that? What? I, I'm not I can, I can clearly read the because words Metal Hellsinger. Yeah, because <laughs> it's metal. Oh. Yeah. Well, not every song, or yeah, not every song in the game is actually death metal. Like these band names, you can never read what they are. These weird. Font. You can't read the band name for Metallica or Anthrax or Slayer Duh. or Breaking Benjamin. No. Yeah, it's Don't only the death the metal joke. stuff that. Yeah, do death that metal. Stuff. I mean, there is a death. There is a death metal on there, like. Black or Dark Tranquility, which All is right. also cool. As another side note, like uh, Dark Tranquility and like Black Crown Initiate, I didn't, I knew of those bands. I've heard a couple of songs by them, and it's just like, oh, they, yeah, they're cool. Well, because of this, I'm like, you know what? Let, let me actually check these bands out because I love the song in the game. And now here I'm a fan of of these two bands. Now I went on like a discography dive on both of them and found some bangers. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah. Oh, and then obviously, like a bunch of achievements are song names. Smoke, smoke on the water. I think there's like a raining blood. Uh, highway to hell. Breaking the law. For whom the bell tolls. Fantastic. I should be playing this game. Really cool game. I highly, highly recommend it to everyone. But uh, yeah, there's. Nothing else on that. Uh, nice. Frame, what game do you want to talk about? So I thought when I started that this was going to be right up your alley, Fufu. And I think it still might be. The game is called mm-hmm. Citizen Sleeper. Have you guys uh, played or heard about this at all? It is in Game Pass. I heard of it. I know nothing about it. Nope. That's kind of what I'm hearing. Um, it, it. A lot of people are talking about it. So I was I wanted to get ahead of it because of game of the year stuff. 
because um, so many outlets are like, oh, yeah, this is on my list. This is on my list. And I, I knew huh. it was story heavy, so I didn't want it to be spoiled. Um, I will say on the front end of this, after playing it, I don't think you're going to be I don't think that's going to be a problem. Um, so if you hear talk about it in Game of the Year stuff, it's. You can't really be spoiled. There's no twist. There's no anything like that. What the game is, it is a sci-fi visual novel slash management game. Uh, developed Interesting. By, yep, developed by Jump Over the Edge, published by Fellow Traveler. This was a Game 1 release on Game Pass back in May 2022. And I absolutely, ex- Fellow Traveler has a, uh, a history, so I expect this to be a May uh, leave Game Pass as well. Um, 1,000 gamer score, 2,000 TA, and the walkthrough has it at 8 to 10 hours. I spent about 20 hours in it, and the main reason that is is wow. that there are eight different endings. So eight different ways that you can roll credits. Um, six of them will end the game entirely, and then two of them, you'll roll credits, and then when you reload, you can continue on with your save. Like, you, you've done something where you can stay in the world. Um Collectively, there are 14 missable achievements out of 27, okay? Here's the... So you got all these all these little caveats in there. This is what I'm going to say. I really like this game. It was a super cool story. Excellent writing. The characters are awesome. Tons of diversity. The It, it was really cool because, like, it had, had a couple queer relationships in it. There were two non-binary characters, right? So they, they used the they-them pronouns. Um, but like the developers didn't go out of their way to like say, Hey, look at us. We've, we've got all these, all these things. It was just part of the world. It was just like, yeah, this, this character is, is non-binary, no big deal. Right. But, but the way that, because they're written so well, like you totally understood like deep, deep meaning. I mean, what their characters were, you know, interests, likes, um, all these Really interesting interdynamics with uh, people in the world. Uh, it, probably about twenty or so of these characters, all super different, all well crafted, fantastic. They're so cool. The actual gameplay. So you start off, you pick one of three different sleepers, uh, and so a sleeper is you're a, a, it's a human, a human consciousness uploaded into a machine body. That's what the sleeper is. There between the three, there's some minor gameplay differences early. Uh, but narratively, nothing changes, so it doesn't really matter what you pick. Um, but it kind of helps your own personal narrative, knowing what your background is. The game starts off, you wake up on this derelict space station. And by derelict, I mean it's it's super heavily populated, but the, the thing's falling apart. It's in disrepair. Uh, the, the actual space station itself is a big wheel. So, so you think of like, like, you know, like Halo, right? All the buildings mm-hmm. are the inside of the wheel. And then there are four support elevators at the spokes leading to a central hub. Um, so the, 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 the map itself, it's like this big overworld map. And on top of it, there'll be these little icons that you can click on. And that's what you interact with. There's no moving around, none of that stuff. You just click on the icon and, and the location will either show up with a story beat or there'll be a couple of action options that you can do. So... The story stuff, all written text. You've got like a, a sidebar with all the text. It's very much um, lots of story building, lots of world building, character development. There's a lot of reading. There is a lot of reading. Um, you know, think of it if you look on your screen 
we're talking about a paragraph worth of reading every time you click through something. Um, and then there'll be some narrative choices that you can make at the end of each one of those. So like uh, there'll be a you know a set of sentences and then you can pick how you want to respond to the character and that'll help steer some of the, the you know the narration and, and what the story ends up saying. You know, the main story beats are mostly contained, but how your character interacts with those changes dramatically. So they're, 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 that's why you have eight, eight different endings. There are multiple ways to get through this game. Additionally to that, you get this really beautiful drawn 2D image of the character that you're speaking with for all those, you know, I mentioned those 20 characters that are super well-crafted. You get this great... Um, cool looking animation it's not even animation it's a still drawing of this character and you when you make your narrative choices they the reactions happen immediately but there's also like a lot of things happening down the road that you have no idea when you're making your decision how that impacts other people on the ring and and what that ends up doing um so that so that's the narrative part of the story. Now I mentioned that there were these these action options. So the management part of this game is the world is based on cycles, right? And since it's a big wheel, it's it's essentially a day, but obviously because it's a wheel that doesn't rotate, they call them cycles. Um and there's two meters for your own personal health to track. You've got your condition and your energy. So mm-hmm. your robot body is falling apart, it's rejecting your humanity, that's your condition. And that deteriorates every day that you cycle, and it also deteriorates based on negative things that happen in the world. I'll get to that in a little bit. Your energy, similarly affected, like it, it'll go down every time you cycle, and it also, um, it'll also deplete as negative actions, but it's super easy to restore, because you can do that by eating something or drinking something, uh, but that does cost you money. So you have to kind of balance out the money part of it, too. Um, depending on what your condition is, when you start your cycle, you get between one and five randomly generated 1D6 dice. So they'll roll up on the top bar. So if you have full health, you'll get five die, uh, die values. You know, maybe you'll have a, a three, a four, a six, a two, a six, and they'll be up top there. And each one of those dice you can use to do something in the world. Um, and, and that's how you initiate pieces of the story. That's how you make money. That's how you get the achievements, all sorts of things like that. So we'll take, a, we'll take an early example. You mm-hmm. show up on the space station and you, uh, you're floating through space. This guy finds you and he's like, hey, listen, you can stay in this little container that I have, this home. Uh, but you know you can't just you can't just stay here for free, right? I, I I spent a lot to try to get you out of space, so I I really need you to help. And in his garage, there are two options, and you can use your dice to help break down a spaceship for him. He will pay you for that, uh, but you have to use your dice. And and each one of these actions has a different level of risk associated with them. So there are safe. Um, there are risky and there are dangerous actions. And then each action can have positive, neutral, and negative effects. Depending on which dice you put at which location will influence what ends up happening. So for safe areas, even if you put, like, if you have a negative 
uh, outcome in a safe area, those are usually not bad, right? So maybe maybe you want to okay. gain one energy or something. You know, you maybe gain one energy where if you had a positive reaction, you might gain three energy or something along those lines. And then depending on the dice layout, you can guarantee in some fashion. So for instance, a six is always 100% positive. So you throw the six in there, you know you're getting the 100% positive outcome. A five is 50% positive, 50% neutral. And then once you get down to three and four, it's 25% positive, 50% neutral, 25% bad. Um, And then ones and twos, 50% neutral, 50% bad. So like, you have to look at what you what you have there and determine, okay, given all the things I can do on this space station and my dice available, what do I actually want to do with my day here? What's not going to hurt me or kill me and yet still progress these different meters to get me to where I need to be? Most of the actions in the game are repeatable, so you can continue to do them over and over again, but there are a few of them there that are critical. And so it's like, oh, man, I got to save a six for this critical action because I only get one shot. And if I biff it, then I miss that opportunity. And, and that's why there's so many of those missables because you can, you know, it's a die roll. It is, a, it is effectively a die roll. And, and sometimes you need to make sure that you, you succeed. So you got to save up those sixes. The, the fun part about all this is there are multiple wheels, like little meters that fill up every time you do something. So if I go back to that shipyard thing, at some point yep. in the story, they find this other derelict ship. And, and one of them is a tied to an achievement. I actually missed this achievement my first time through. But he asks you to break down this, this, this thing. So there are two meters against you. One is time. So if you spend too many cycles not working on it, the guy is like, the heat's too high. I can't have you stay here. You're out. I can't have you in my, you know, nobody trusts sleepers. So you got to get out of my, my garage. So you have a certain number of cycles to complete this task. You also have the structural integrity of the ship. So every time you put a die into breaking down this ship, you've got this positive yellow meter that goes. So let's say 100% positive gives you three pips on the, on the positive meter no matter what. Bam. Awesome. We're progressing to complete breaking down this ship. But if you throw in a, like a three and it's a 50-50 kind of roll or a 25% negative, if you hit that 25% negative, maybe you'll make no progress toward the good meter and it might show that you've actually damaged the ship to a point of breaking where you can no longer do anything with it. So again, you're balancing all these things out to try and make sure you fill these meters the way that you want to do. So you've got your dice management, your time management, there's money, there's health. You've got all these things competing and it is awesome. It is so much fun. Everything can be done in one playthrough, um, but it will require you to do the cloud local save game deletion thing. Um, I did on PC and it's super easy. There's a, a file in there, a WGS file that you can just copy and paste over and make all these like save points to get all the various endings. Um, I play the game blind and there are critical points that you'll have to do a new playthrough if you miss them. Um, So like if you're super concerned about missing them and you you have to do it in one playthrough, DM me and I will tell you like specifically what to look for to not do those. But honestly, like the single playthrough, um, 
you know, I read the whole story. I, I read all these things, playing it blind. It took me about 12 hours. And when I got to the end game, like wow. I knew, I knew it was end game. I knew the, I knew the game was finishing and I knew there were multiple endings. So that's when I started to look at like, okay, what are my options to pick? And again, you can't be spoiled because you just know if you pick this option ending A, if you pick this option ending B, but the beauty of it is, is how the story is presented to you. So that's not right. shown in any of the, any of the spoiler pieces, right? You have to read it and understand what, what's happening when you make that choice. So I didn't feel like it took away from knowing the choices, but I didn't read any deeper into, oh, this is what this tells you. This is what this tells you. No, it was just like, hey, you've got two choices here. Do this one first, then reload your save and do this one. Um, and so I got seven of the eight endings by doing that. And ultimately, when I was done, I, mi- I had three missing achievements. Two of them were missable at the very like early quests. So you can get those right away. And then one of them was an ending to clean up. It took me about three hours because you've already read the story. So you can just hammer through all the dialogue, clicking through everything and just kind of playing the game really quick. So that that part goes pretty quick. Any sort of cleanup. Um but it was great. It was such a great story. It was super fun, very interesting. And, uh, and I, I kind of hope there's more to it. Um, very much enjoyed it. It was, it, was, it was neat. It was a lot of uh, interesting dynamics in play. You felt it's very stressful early. The, the money management. <laughs> As most management games are. Yep. The money management, the health management, um, your, what's available to your story is pretty limited. And so you're just like, gosh, I have like three dice and tomorrow when I wake up, I'm going to be near dead and I can't find this freaking doctor. Who's going to save me? Like, you know, you're just kind of panicking as you're going. Um, and then, and uh, then as you continue games. to go, like it, it builds and, and, and money becomes less of a problem, but it also kind of, uh, it's so good. It's super good. And, and I very much enjoyed it. I highly recommend it to people. Um, and, and if you do play it, please read the story incredibly well-written uh, and the characters are super cool. That is Citizen Sleeper available on Game Pass. Uh, PC was fantastic because you can just have mouse clicking. It's great. Uh, I'm sure the console works just fine as well, but it was uh, it was very solid. Let's see. Is it... You said it's Game Pass, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's Game Pass. I thought she did. I was just reading something else and... <laughs> Yep, completely Very just good. like left of mine. Very uh, is good. it play anywhere? Hmm, let's see. I believe so. Because that would make it easier. Yeah, it's also got touch controls. So yeah, nice. um, so I will say the downfall with touch controls because I started on touch because I was like, oh, this will be easy because then I can just play it my on my phone. Uh, I know it's a reading game, so it's not a big deal. Um, That's what the, I was thinking. Yeah, I. Maybe, and maybe this is me. I couldn't rotate the screen to see other places to go. So, like on the on the keyboard, if you hit hmm. WASD, it'll rotate the map or rotate the wheel so that you can see what's available to you. I couldn't, for the life of me, figure out how to do that in touch controls. And so, like it, everything was limited, and I've, and like I couldn't get anywhere. And then I was like, oh my god, I didn't even know this place was up here. And I found it's like, oh, and now I can explore more of the ring and now I can explore more of this. And so I'm a little what? questionable about what those touch controls can actually do. Again, maybe it's me. Maybe I just can't figure it out. 
Uh, it might but, just not be optimized. Yeah, but boy, uh, on the on the on the <laughs> uh, the keyboard it was fantastic. All right, and that Citizen Sleeper, and that uh, that'll do it for me. Yeah, and since you're so you're in you're on the inside of TA, you got to get management on that. TA only calls it a visual novel, and that's what <laughs> that's what I did for. <laughs> Like, you know, when I said I, I was talking about Frog Detective, I didn't know how to classify it because I have all these buckets to choose from because every game I end up starting, it's like, oh, my God, I've got seven roguelikes on my list. Like, I really should focus on those. And 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 so I didn't know where to slot this one. I slid it. I slotted it under management because I watched some gameplay. I was like, this is very clearly a management game. And nope, someone genre tagged it uh, early and. Wasn't there? So well, someone's so wrong. Maybe Let's I can. Maybe I can that. argue him. It is. It is <laughs> very much a management game. All right. Well, in that case, uh, let's get into some sales. Uh, let's start with L. Let's go backwards order. Um, this is a font negative sixty nine now on the dock. For a little, oh, so now you're cold because these are little veiners. Ah, yes, it's chilly out here in the D. <laughs> uh, wait, that's not how it goes. Um, veiners, we like veiners on the show, I think. It's or no giant eggplant, sh- but you know, your game showcase was a veiner. I mean, <laughs> and the show is done, <laughs> it was a giant veiner. You are correct. <laughs> oh, what is that? Um, Outland is a 360 game. If you missed that, adds games with gold. That is $3. Uh, I Was Awakening is $5. And Bat Barian is $10. Is Bat Barian uh, good? Um, uh, I mean, if Skeptical Mario you played likes that, it, you? it must be good. No. No, I've not played it yet, but um, I think Skeptical Mario really likes it. I think uh, Rocker thought it was good. I won't say great, but he thought it was good. Okay. So, yeah, there's, there's I think, positive words on it. I think Mario wrote half a walkthrough for it, and he said, if people pick it up on the sale, it might encourage him to complete the walkthrough. <laughs> so pick huh. it up and bug him to finish it in our hashtag Vayner channel. All right. I want to uh, play Nate, some more games you want to recommend. All right, since we're going from bottom to top, I'll start with Sir Lovelot. $4 <laughs> down from 10 this is a platformer. Uh I enjoy this game. It's a fun little fun little thing. I, you know, haven't completed it, but you know, that's the way I do it. Um next up, Shady Part of Me. I've mentioned it a whole bunch. Uh it's a really cool platformer slash puzzler slash, you know, just the kind of thing I like. I you know, you're trying to solve puzzles with shadows. And I love that. $4.50 down from $15. That's a great price. Uh, and last up, Golf Club Wasteland. This is a uh, sports slash golf game. Uh, it looks a little bit like a golf platformer. Uh, you got to check it out. See if it's for you. It's $3 down from $10. Uh, and there you go. I All think right. the big sales are coming. I think that's why we've got the uh, slim pickings. I think so, yep. too. I think 100%. so, too. Next Which week is- it's going to be much better. Yeah, which is why my recommendations are pretty slim. Uh, I I liked the Assassin's Creed Chronicles games. All three of them were on sale for four bucks, sixty percent off. Uh, you know, two D, uh, I guess two and a half D is is what they're called. Uh, they just right. an interesting, uh, interesting take on on the Assassin's Creed thing. And uh, but what I really want to talk about is 
Necromunda Underhive Wars. Uh, those of you who know, I'm a big fan of turn-based strategy, uh, specifically your XCOM likes. And I don't know Never if any of you like guys, that. if if you guys have <laughs> ever played Necromunda, the actual uh, figurines. Uh, this this holds a special place in my heart. Nope. It uses the Warhammer 40k uh, license. It's based on essentially mm, gangs. What doesn't? Um, yeah, <laughs> gangs underneath this big spire, um, and these they're just trying to scrapping it out for 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 their um, uh, you know livelihood. And and it's 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 the XCOM like uh, thing. But what's kind of what's cool about it and. If you guys have ever played Blood Bowl, th- this is one of those that fits very much to it. Like shows you the dice rolls, it tells you what you need to to hit, um, and it'll you know like, hey, you need a four plus to hit him with your gun. Bam. Okay, now you need a four plus to wound him. Bam. It is very much like the tabletop game, so that has a little bit of extra um, nostalgia for me. I will say. And, uh, and and I do own this game, so if anyone else picks it up, there are uh, games, uh, online games, that you need to win 50 online battles against human players. Um, I'm not certain how popular and whether or not this is server-based, so if you do want to do that, I would be interested in cheesing those online battles um <laughs> getting those off the way because i could see this suffering and early demise uh in terms of the uh servers well considering 1500 people on ta have started it sounds like it might be pretty easy to cheese yeah um it's only five bucks down from 20 um that that'll get you your that'll get you two of the gangs uh there are two additional gangs that there's no deals there's no achievements tied to them but like one of them was the gang that i actually used so like i had to wait for the gold edition so i ended up paying a little bit more but um anyway that's neither here nor there xcom like necromunda underhive wars interesting i was looking at some clips that looks neat all right but if you don't want to spend some money you can now download Dead End Job with Games of Gold as available now until December 15th. And then on the Game Pass side, we've got a couple of games that are coming to Game Pass. Available now is Pentiment. Uh, the, then we have Somerville and Dune Spice World. Yeah, Dune Spice Wars. Uh, Ghost Lore, Lapin, or Lapin, I don't know. I like Lapin. Lapin. It's based on bunnies, so it's mm. Lapin. Nothing about it. And then, nice. And Norco. So Norco's uh, on my list to get, because this one, so after everyone finished Citizen Sleeper, those same people were like, Norco is now my new Citizen Sleeper. And so I just downloaded it. It's been on the PC for a while on Game Pass, and so I just downloaded it. And that's I need that N for Chesno, so this is, it's going to be a perfect fit. Yeah, and Norco's uh, looks like it's a four to five hour adventure point and click. So point and click, I'm out. Uh, 
it doesn't it didn't really seem that like it's that much of a point and click it, it looked like there was uh action fighting so like you know actual you're you're doing the fighting you're not stopping and taking a turn or rolling a dice ah. or die or anything like that it looks like you're actually kind of in there doing it mm. i'll say i know pentiment is something that i imagine the three of you are very much into at least l I, it, um, I I like seeing all the reviews, man. That is that is on fire right now. It was on my list going in like already, and the fact that it's getting some really high marks that makes me even more excited. Yeah, I want to check think, it out, but I know it's got multiple playthroughs required. Um, so, well, I mean, it's from Obsidian, so you know it's going to be a quality game. I also know I, that it's from a first party, so it will not be leaving Game Pass anytime soon. <laughs> If at all. I don't know. I get the feeling we're going to be talking about it in the next week or two to come. It looks very I'm wordy. Sure I, I watched the little, little trailer, but it just looks very dialogue heavy. So lots to read. But the art like style an, is cool. It looks like an anti candy game. So. You have to play it. No. Yep. I don't have to play that. Yep. I'm not being forced we're to play gonna, it. We're going to force you to play it. No. No. If I'm going to be play, forced to play something on Game Pass, I'd rather be forced to play Gungrove Gore, which is coming out November oh, 22nd. First-person shooter. Looks, it just looks madness. Just watch it. Just watch a trailer. <laughs> Apparently, it's the third game in the series. Huh, did not know that. Uh, and then November 29th, we have Insurgency Sandstorm on the cloud and console. Uh, soccer story or football there story for no. other people's. That it looks, looks awesome. a lot like dodgeball. It looks like dodgeball awesome. academia, but for, uh, you know, for your feet. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess that vibe too. Foots. And then on November 30th, we have Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide. Oh, that's the weekly Warhammer game. Okay. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> that's coming to console though too, right? They at some the point, announcement said PC. I know, I know this this is on PC, but I thought it was coming to console eventually. I'm thinking new Sunday night game, Koosh. I don't know. <laughs> Depends on which 40k they're gonna do because they have every genre under the sun from every developer. It's, uh, so we'll it's, see. It's a Left 4 Dead like. You might be able to sell me on it. Ooh. We'll see. Well, if, yeah. if this one's a Left 4 Dead like that, selling. Or me. I mean, so if you guys played Vermintide, it's it's essentially Vermintide only it's in the future with guns. I know Vermintide had some guns in it, but that was pretty melee focused. But yeah, it's a it's a Left 4 Dead like. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds great. Four player co op. Hmm. Well, we'll co op now. L's paying attention. We'll bring it to motion. Wait, what? <laughs> All right, and then leaving Game Pass. All on November 30th, we have Archvale, uh, Deer Simulator, Final Fantasy 13 2, Mind, Scam- Scan- Mind Scanners, Mortal Shell, Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator, Undungeon, and Warhammer 40,000. Oh, God. What is that? Battle Sector. Oh, Battle Sector. Mm-hmm. My eyes are tired. <laughs> that looks like something else. Um, yeah, all those games are leaving Game Pass at the end of the month. And as always, you can pick them up 20% off if you have a Game Pass subscription. But wait, three of them are stacked. 
Final Fantasy is a stack, so it's two separate yes. achievement lists. Undungeon is a stack with two separate achievement lists. And Warhammer, uh, you know, you know, last week's Warhammer, two stacks. Okay, mm-hmm. t- turn-based strategy, baby. Unfortunately, it's okay, made my wow. list of something I have to buy now because I will not be able to finish it before the end of the month. Yeah. Well, if you Go are ahead, one of those people that Go like ahead. to <laughs> finish games before the end of the month, the Space Warlord is actually completable. Management management game, Aww. two to three hour. Uh, we actually talked about this game on level 207. If you would like to go back and listen to that. Whoa. That's a very doable completion uh, before the end of the month. I know I want to go back to that and complete that. Someone tell I, me. I about... originally didn't like that game. And then Michelle kind of changed my mind on it. And it's like, mm, maybe I'll, I'll go back to it. Because I forget what it was. It was like something where you can slow down time and make it easier or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I, I put that on my list. Um, tell, convince me not to do Deer Simulator. What What's the deal with that? It has five E's in Deer, so it's probably jank. It's weird. <laughs> but like weird with five a, E's. One to two hour completion, <laughs> but like pretty high TA. Like that scares me. That's because it's weird. Uh, I don't know if it's been brought up. Uh, that game is I... weird. <laughs> You run around, you pick up guns, your I think your head becomes a gun. Uh you know, no, no, that's what it is. You pick up a gun and the gun is attached to your head. Uh, and then you get a better gun and that gun's attached to your head. Uh it is weird. I think Elroy talked about this in a segment or something or on the panel. I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like someone talked to me about this game. I feel like it was Elroy. Maybe it was Corey. It, um, it it definitely came up in one of your podcasts, but uh, I'm not. I still am not convinced. I, I am just confused. It looks like the ugly I mean, redheaded stepchild of Goat Simulator. Somehow. Yeah, yeah. It's like Doom meets Goat Simulator. <laughs> only it's only it's it's bad on all fronts. Yeah, it's not great. It's not a great game. But uh, I didn't I didn't think it was great. But, uh, Did you complete it? I completed it. Did it take you that one or two hours? Uh, sure, yeah. It's about right. <laughs> two hours. It's not hard. It's okay. just uh, well, hard to stay focused good. on it. All right. And outside of that, it looks like all the others are a somewhat significant completion. Six plus hours anyway. So, But yeah, pick, pick any of those games up if you want to complete them before the end of the month or if you won't be able to get complete them before the end of the month i was waiting but, uh, for you to do your little thing where you tell everyone about a what what you can do to save some money if you buy it i totally said that gotta say it every time over I and over de- and over i, I i've already it. shilled for Just keep saying it uh microsoft i'm hoping uh daddy phil comes in and gives us a nice endorsement or whatever i would love a sponsorship from them i'm gonna have to pay u.s prices for these things it's not good good. stupid argentina don't cry for something (laughs) (laughs) all right either way let's get into our final uh section let's get into some brag camp uh take it away freem Brag camp action. We got completions. Skeptical Mario, 350 completed games. Enigma Gamer, 77, 450. 
Uh, Chris Carter, uh, version large. What is that? CJH <laughs> Carter, version large. 500 completed sure. games. Eldritch, shortstop. 700 completed games. Uh, woo, 800 completed games. Yay. David Bottom is at 1,000 completed wow. games. Slayer reigning. 1050. Red 047, also at 1050. Waka Pale, 1100. Thrash Forever, 2100 completed games. And Lucas, 1987, 2650 completed games. Oh boy. Pin Streaks, Bomber 37 with 50 days. Johnny Delicious with 100. Neon Prime with 150. Drunken Monkey with 500. Northern Last with 800. L Sock, also known as E L Sock. It's in the sock. Unky Tim Foo, 2,200. On the foot. And Prowks with 2,450. And Plantain 42 with 3,400. In gamer score, L never has hit 350,000. A Hyzo and a Woo has hit 750,000. My voice cannot do Don't that. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Wakapale has hit 1.2 million gamer score. Alicia has hit 1.3 million gamer score. And somehow being able to sh- straight double that is Lucas 1987 with 2.6 million gamer score. Ah, oh boy. In leaderboards, uh, we have GT3 option fan. Is now in the top 200 of the Georgia TA leaderboard for Xbox 360 puzzle games. J. Blach in the top 50 of the Canadian TA leaderboards for MMOs. Copy Ninja Rider 7, number one of games played leaderboard for Ariel. Dang. Oh, man. I played that Little Mermaid uh, PC game also. It's pretty awesome. Logic Slayer is in the top 50 of the Florida TA leaderboard. Mick Thumbs, I'll read him with his amazing top 20,000 accolade for the TA leaderboard overall. Survivalist is third in California Achievements 1 leaderboard for survival. Thrash Forever in the top five completed games leaderboard for beat-em-ups. And number one in Europe completed games leaderboard for beat-em-up. Nice. And our very own Retro Chief is number one in the USA Gamerscore leaderboard for point and click. And is amazing. Nice. I would love to hear anyone's actual thoughts on the new Monkey Island. I really thought it would... It's boring. It would make more of a splash. Be quiet, you. new. Which, I mean, uh, the I've podcast I listen to... For it. Yeah, the podcast uh, I listen to, people love it. They're like, hey, it it perfectly captures... The humor of the old ones. I do, and I'm not caught up, guys. I'm not gonna lie to you. I am (laughs) on top of my game. Mm -mm. (laughs) Apparently, you got to the point where they released that game, so that's kind of hubris. No, I'm I'm way on there. Um, but they also like put they put in so many cool like quality of life things. Uh, Mm. apparently, like if you leave the game for any specific time, when you come back. They give you a full recap on what happened. Like, you know, they understand, hey, old guy, like, yeah, you probably, you know, went and did real life. Guess what? This is everything you missed. Um, <laughs> there's also a thing where you can, like, hit a button and it'll show you everything that's interactable. Um, 
there's a, a apparently nice. a really cool hint system where they kind of just kind of nudge you um, every now and again. I know uh, Chicory did that too. Well, Chicory's not an Xbox, but anyway. But like, yeah, you you can hit the thing and they're like, hey, wasn't there a guy to talk to? And you're like, uh, that's not clear enough. Give me again. Hey, you should go talk to this guy. Or, nah, need to be clearer. Okay, literally just do this. And it'll just tell you the answer to the puzzle. So, um, well, that's the way to go. Yeah, like, like they, they've really embraced, you know, uh, what types of, what makes sense from a gameplay perspective. And they don't, they're not like, they're weird. If you remember Monkey Island, they're weird. But it's not as obtuse as, like, they used to be. I'll take your word for it. I've never played one. Oh, man. You'd like them. I highly doubt I will like them. I don't like monkeys. I don't like point and clicks. So this does not sound like a Kenny game. <laughs> what about islands? Just assign it to L. Are the islands what? lonely? Mm, I'm on a boat. You're on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I still censored. Right. What's wrong? All right. Oh, oh, wait. I have a brag about myself. Humble brag. You are a humble brag about completing As Dusk Falls. Oh. <laughs> no, Um. today, uh, or two days ago, if you take a time machine, was the... It's actually the 20th anniversary of Xbox Live. And um, for wow. those of us who were beta testers, we got a nice, shiny new number 20 on our profiles. So I looked, Ooh, and nice. I have one. So what it's actually, you? yeah, it's in the Red Camp channel if you want to look at the shiny number 20. It's actually, I actually do. It's actually decked out. It's not just a little number. It's, it's, it's shiny. So thank you, Phil, or whoever I have to thank. Larry Herb. <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah, that's them. cool. I mean, that's where I found out about it. So I'm thanking oh. him, Major <laughs> Nelson. Yeah, that is pretty wild. Twenty yeah, years, and people are still playing. People are still playing Halo, and people are, are still playing NFL Fever. No, they're not playing that. But we're definitely playing Halo still. I still haven't finished Cameo, so. <laughs> That's the game you thought. That's the first game you That was like the, one of the first games I played, yeah, so. That's okay. Oh. All right. I think that will do it for us this week. That was a lot of fun. Thanks for coming on, Freem. Always good to talk to you. Yeah, it's been fun. Sorry about my crappy mic, or I guess my PC mic. I'm going to buy a new one for Christmas. I deserve it. You do deserve it, and it wasn't that bad. And You haven't I'm heard able. the recording yet. You don't know that. <laughs> I was just about to say, hopefully I say listen. that, and I'm able to make to it, it sound You're good. You're fine. You sound good. <laughs> I mean, I'm no big L, but, you know. Yeah, see? Yeah, beat that dead horse. <laughs> What? <laughs> all right. But yeah, you can find us all the links and all the stuff like that is in the show notes and our podcast links doc. Uh, follow and subscribe to us on all the social medias and whatnot. Uh, thank you all for listening. Class is dismissed. See you all next week.
Bye. This is for you. Welcome back to the 17th episode of One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List. A segment where we take a look at the achievement list of a couple of games. One that is lagging like cellular on an AT&T phone, and one that is why high-fiving. What exactly makes those lists good or bad? Well, that's what we will be discussing. This is One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List. I am Elroy OMJ, and I am joined today by an individual who secretly sings under the name of Geoff Castellucci. <laughs> it's an Eagle Montoya. Well, it's a very vague reference, the, is it not? <laughs> the, the interesting lead in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those of you that don't know who Geoff, Geoff Castellucci is, uh, he sings a lot of uh, sea shanty. Well, not really sea shanty. It's just kind of... What would you call it? I don't know, like sixteen tons and, and that type type of song, like you know, like like working on the railroad, old old time Americana, I guess, or something. I don't know, but anyway, wow. got me lost. But yeah, just uh, yeah, look him up. You know, G G E O F F, and then Castellucci. Uh, good luck on that one. So All right. uh, yeah, well, maybe next but, time we can go for Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> <laughs> Enrique, I, do, I don't know who that do, guy is. You, you don't know who Enrico Palazzo is? No, is he? Is he got a deeper voice than uh, Gioff Costalucci? <laughs> no, Enrico Palazzo was. Uh, he was the Leslie Nielsen doubled up in him as the na- in the Naked Gun. Oh, nice! He, he was the guy that was singing the national anthem at the baseball game. Oh, gotcha! He stole his spot. <laughs> nice, nicer efforts. I like right. it. Yeah, that's good. Rest that's, in peace, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, he was he, man. He was forced time. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> Classic. But there is plenty to hear here. Yes, yes, yes. So, well, I do believe it is a one list, two list, bad list, good list, and I do believe we came to a consensus that you would be doing the bad first. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Yes, uh, and and to the bad list we go. Awesome. So a couple of little uh, tie-ins with the 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 bad list right, right now, and one of them being uh, TA is is doing the medals for November, um, which include earning achievements in, uh, I, I believe, with the name Sonic in them, okay, or from games with the name Sonic in them. Okay. So, what better time than to bring up none other than Team Sonic Racing? Oh, wasn't that like a games with gold? Maybe. Uh, no, the games with gold. I think. I think don't. That was a three sixty one. Yes, that was Sonic All Star Racing. Transformed. God, you and these dang racing games, man. Yes. Uh, Um. This one I've been playing recently, uh, not necessarily for the TA medals, but um, okay. I did start it, and uh, of course, because it is a racing game. <laughs> but you're going to have to finish it because you're a completionist. So exactly. Yes. <laughs> so, so you get to see the dark side of achievement lists oh, when you're a completionist, okay? <laughs> and 
this one has a dark side. Okay, uh, I'm looking and, for it. I'm seeing if I can sniff it out. Because <laughs> hmm. this developer, and, and for those wondering, Team Sonic Racing was released in May of 2019. Mm. Um, it is an Xbox One game. And, and as a total, the game itself is not terrible but it, it the <laughs> gameplay that's such a bad word to, yeah. You say, <laughs> yeah something's just not terrible that's like such a terrible endorsement of a game it it, it, it really is because at the end of the day <laughs> the actual gameplay in it it just lacks a soul mm. is what i like to say it's, it just doesn't soulless it is terrible. a soulless husk of a game uh, all right and <laughs> the gameplay is not that great you know, mm-hmm. the, the design just was just not good. Uh, to be honest, and to be fair, the Sonic All-Star Race and Transform on the 360 mm-hmm. is a far superior game. Oh, it's boy. actually better than Team Sonic Racing. So, not <laughs> only is this not a great game, but this spills over into the achievement list. Mm. And with that being said, were you able to spot anything... Weird. I I saw something that I had a question about because this is your bad list, right? Yes. So I would have thought that, well, just on name recognition alone, I thought that uh, someone such as yourself, who uh, goes under the uh, name uh, Anigo Montoya, uh, would like a game that has an achievement called Let Me Introduce Myself. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm a little puzzled how this got on your, on your crap list here. So, but I do see a lot of achievements that I have no interest in ever achieving, which is the get every star and blank, get every star. Anytime I see something like that, red flag definitely comes up because that usually means it's going to be very unpleasant. Yes. And and that's where this lies. It's, it's not necessarily the achievement names that, that make this a bad list. It's, the developers did something that I just don't personally like as a gamer and an achievement hunter. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I look at an achievement list, I kind of like to know what I'm digging into. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you look closely at the list, the highest ratio achievement, which is unlock all of the vehicle paint kits. Okay. So I'm sensing some, some, uh, uh, like grinding here it's not even grinding it's the 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 disguised difficulty in it uh Mm. so you have to um first of all to get like all the bods in the game it's rng you have to basically kind of spin the wheel to get like the bods and the performance parts the skins the paints Mm -hmm. whatever all that good stuff that's all rng until you find out that you get to the end of the road and you don't have all of the vehicle paint kits. Well, in mm. order to acquire all of the vehicle paint kits, you have to beat everything on expert difficulty. Oh. So this is one of those ones that's kind of masked on the surface. You're like, oh, unlock all the vehicle paint kits. How hard could that be? I just got to grind out some money. Right, you know, if right. you just look at the achievement description. Right. That's what one one would be. That's led what to I would. Leap. Yeah, that's the leap I would make. Exactly. Most rational people would make that leap, and okay. and then you realize, oh wait, 
I have to actually play all of these races and everything on expert difficulty to get oh. those last few paintings. And you're just and I get it now. Cart racers and ramped up difficulty are never a winning combination. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's you're not wrong about that. That's uh, yeah. Hmm. And, and, and that's why I have like a kind of an axe to grind with this list, so to say, is because of that. Now, if it would have said, hey, beat all the races on expert difficulty when you're looking at the list. OK, I know what I'm diving into. I can right. make that choice. It was a completionist trap is what you're saying. That's exactly what this was. And now, granted, I don't shy away from, you know, difficulty in racing games. It's. Not my thing, you know. I will mm-hmm. still tackle them head on, but the <laughs> deflation when you start to realize when you get to the end of the road of the game and you're like, mm-hmm. I've got to go back and do all these races on expert. Oh no, <laughs> um, does it like stack? Like, if, so you beat them all on hard, but if you beat them on expert, it would have counted as hard as well. Well, that's where the fun thing comes in in the game design. Oh. <laughs> This just gets better and better. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the uh, this is like um, uh, K. Billy's uh, super super sounds of the seventies. The hits just keep on rolling. Okay, <laughs> um, you, expert is not unlocked until you beat each race on hard. Hmm. So you get to have double the fun in a kart <laughs> racer. <laughs> yeah, and you get to go through the entire game. On the hardest difficulty, just to get a couple of stupid paint jobs. Yes. That's and, crazy. And, and like you said, and really the, the rest of the list is kind of uninspired. Like you had said earlier, get all the stars on this level. Yeah. You know, uh, so on and so forth. Where, where in, in a kart racer, you can have a little bit more fun with it, so mm-hmm. to say. You know, kind of vary up some of the achievements. You know, maybe with some, you know, kind of ridiculous feats in race mm-hmm. or something, um, you know, which would make it a little bit more interesting. There are one or two achievements of that variety in this game, mm-hmm. but it kind of falls short where they could have expanded maybe more into that arena than, you know, getting all the stars on this chapter, getting all the stars on this chapter, so uh. on and so forth. So that that's my big qualm with it. That's why this one gets the, the big two thumbs down. Um, no, that's very good rationale. Or, or should I say, we're going to give this one six fingers down. <laughs> six fingers down. Six fingers <laughs> down. Okay? I got you. I got you. Uh, so, so that's where we're going to class this list at, and and I think they can do a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, I just thought it was interesting. I'd never seen the word cogophilus before. Um, <laughs> So I, I I looked it up and that it is exactly what you would think it is uh, given oh, no. the description. Yeah, oh, like, no. <laughs> it is. It's a uh, someone. It's uh, it's someone that it has a fondness for collecting keys. Cargo filist. Wow. One who collects keys. That's it. I and, didn't even know collecting keys yeah. would have been a thing. Yeah. Uh, so, some yep. of the things that we've learned. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the achievement is for collecting all the Team Adventure Mode keys. So I thought, keys. I wonder if that's what you call someone that likes keys. And sure enough, it is. So there you go. Well, See, the achievement list did something good. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it at least taught us something. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's still not enough to get it out of the out no. of the bin, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that that's you know that's that's the first time. 
uh, a game has been mentioned for being on the bad list for entrapment. I think that's the first entrapment we've gotten. Uh, okay. Is, so that's a, <laughs> not, that's actually a very good reason because like you are a completionist and you might have thought twice about it, you know, and you, I'm sure you probably still would have just because of the genre, but others may be like, ah, I can do this one. And yeah, then exactly. Because there stuck. are people yeah. that aren't into the genre that just enjoy a good kart racer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a very popular couch co-op experience. Uh, people tend to dive into these things yeah. and have fun with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but from the completionist perspective, yes, it's got the trap, the grind. If it was a grind, like a money grind, mm-hmm. eh, that's really not so bad. You know, it's no. something you can kind of passively do, you know, killing some time right, right. watching a TV show. You know, I could have probably dealt with that and that's what one would think going into it, but definitely didn't work out that way. Here I am working on the expert difficulty now. Oh man, bless you. Right, yeah. So hopefully everyone, uh, if their completions will take heed, but uh, I think that is a solid entry. I'm glad to be the first to do an entrapment list. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's, it might become a thing. So, right. I like it. All right. Well, let's wash that down with some good stuff here. And I, I wish I had brought it a little better to it. I'm a little lukewarm on this, on my entry, but uh, I'm going to roll with it anyway, because um, I have a, a disclaimer uh, as <laughs> for uh, moving forward, I've 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 molded into a new ki- kind of gamer. So no longer am I just you know, um, you know, injecting a thousand points into my veins as quickly as possible over and over again, rinse and repeat. Um, I'm in the process of actually saving those up, and I'm in a perpetual state of preloading right now. So. A good list to me is one that I can preload the hell out of it. And uh, so I think that those colored glasses that I am now wearing is uh, impacting how I view this game. But here you go. So the game is Rocket Arena. Have you played this one before? Rocket Arena. Yeah, so recently I, I have been describing this game uh, as as Rocket League to many people I've been talking to. <laughs> thinking, Oops. Yeah, and, uh, and apparently it's definitely a much different game than that. So, But it's called Rocket Arena. Um, I believe it. Oh, no, it actually costs. Oh, no, it's on Game Pass. I was going to say, uh, I was thinking it was either free or something. And, and so... It's uh, an EA game, and uh, it's uh, 50 to 60 hour completion. And uh, basically the game is just your very, you know, the game itself is pretty generic. It's just your, uh, like, arena-type battle game, um, your typical third-person battle game. It's like, I know there's a crap ton of first-person shooters like that, like uh, like a Split Gate or... A, or some game like that where you're basically pick a game mode and then you're put into a team of, you know, whatever, three to five. And then you, you know, first person, you know, first team to get like 40 kills and then that you win and then you go back to the lobby and then, you know, just keep going that type of game. Yeah. And, and I'm not even really sure what they call that. I know it's not MMO or anything like that, or it's not, 
it's like a battle royale light or something. <laughs> I don't know, but but it's like team based. I don't know what genre it really. Is. They got it classified as a third person shooter, which it is definitely that. But yeah, that whole game mode where you like just play a bunch of like different types of games or whatever. So that's what this game is. Um, they have about I don't know ten ish. 10 to 12 maybe characters that you can choose from and it's uh, you know like they're they're somewhat different from one another they're each one's kind of unique and each one has its own little uh personality i suppose and each one has it, it its own level that is specific to that character for example you got a big old pirate and so of course one one level is like a pirate ship and we're like in a little island attached to it or something like that. And then another character has something to do with ice or something, or she's an you know, Eskimo something or another and, <laughs> and uh, does something, you know, it's like ice everywhere. It's like ice palace. So it's that type of thing. All right. So anyway, the game pretty forgettable. And the only thing that really differentiates this game, why it's called rocket arena is because you use like your rocket bullets to kind of propel yourself upward uh, where like you know you you can double jump or triple jump I don't I can't even remember double or triple jump and then you can like shoot your bullets downward and kind of get higher up kind of a thing. Yep. So yeah, it's kind of cool. Now, why is the list? Let's talk about the list. That's the game in itself. If you have no idea, you know about the game. So the the game the the achievement list is is good in the sense that it's one of those that squeeze out every last drop uh, that the game offers. The game itself, uh, you know, it's only got you know two modes, and then it's got, uh, I think, about five different types of matches. So I can see where people... I mean, the player base on this game is pretty dead at this point. Uh, it's There's not a whole lot of people playing it. And it's pretty easy to see why, because it, it's, you know, it's not, like, spectacular. It doesn't... You know, it's not like a huge memorable game, but you know, it's cutesy. It's fun for a little bit, and uh, so each one of the the achievements kind of forces you to experience the the game in its entirety. You know, it could really, it could have been really easy to make an achievement list that you know just kind of shows off part of the game. We've seen that before. You know, pick any Rataleka game, you know, you play the first two stages, you know, and then kind of multiply it to a triple A release, then you know, something like that. So the each one of the characters has a couple of achievements tied to them. So you have a win a match with blank and then you have the 100 KOs with blank. Now with the 100 KOs per blank and by blank that you put like the name of the the character in there you you might say well that's that's a bit excessive but there's an achievement for getting 1000 KOs so basically you, if you have like 10 characters you add up the 10 you know the 10 100s and you got it so it it adds up so that is it's not like you're going to have to go above and beyond to, to get that 1000 KO achievement. And with that 1000 KO achievement, I must say that I really appreciate that because it's a little grindy, but it's realistic grindy. So you've seen games like this where, 
instead of 1,000 KOs, they might have gone 10,000 or 5,000 or 100,000 KOs, right? They could have easily tacked on another zero there uh, and, you know, made it really, you know, a lot of developers would be like, oh, you know, just it just makes them want to play it longer or something, you know, or something just completely insane, like 1 million freaking... <laughs> Bomb or whatever that, uh, yeah, blocks, oh, yeah. bombs, yeah, yeah the, hypothetically, the bombs. yeah, because everybody yeah. loves to play it that long, right? Right. So, so yeah, so, so the one thousand I think is is enough to uh, increase the tad on it to where it's worth going after, but not so much that it's uh, unrealistic. And then the other big achievement on it is for leveling up to level fifty. Now, it would seem like that's a lot, but they do offer a uh, cheese method of sorts to it in the sense that you can cut the time in half because they have what's called double XP weekends. Now, you have Ooh. to... Finding out about them is the, the tough part. So every weekend you just kind of... <laughs> because there's no one talking about this game and uh, they say that you can find... I don't even know where you find the announcements. What I do is every weekend I just log into it and see if it's a double XP weekend. And if it's not, then I leave. It's best I now, that's can dedication. Yeah, as best I can tell, they occur every two to three months. And they are usually occur on weekends that i'm out of town <laughs> so um but the last one was it and basically i uh, it doesn't take any time at all with the with the double xp it you can if you just had a whole weekend you could knock out every achievement in this game it's 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 pretty easy on double xp weekends but but that's uh that's so the fact that you can do that if you had to do it where you couldn't do that, then it would kind of skew the numbers. But as it is, with the realistic 1,000 KOs and with the level 50 being able to be cheesed, you can actually set this up to where everything is like preloaded at one time. And so on that note, everything in this game tracks. And it's very, very accurate and in real time. So if you like... You know, kill someone, you immediately see it go up that percent. It's like instant. It's very good trackers. And, and some games like this, like you'll, you know, kill, let's say you, you have like 15 kills until you pop the achievement and you get up in like around 12 and you start getting nervous and you lose count. And then you, they like track at the end of the match or something like that. And you're like, oh, I don't know. And then you just stop, and then you you like stop too early, or so. You know, it's like it, I hate when the, when the trackers do that. Although I do appreciate the tracker, but <laughs> this one is like real time. Like as soon as you kill someone, it goes up. So you can preload the heck. I mean, this game, bam! You can preload every single achievement in it, basically. So anyhow, so I appreciate the work that they put on the achievements. It's, they probably put as much work in the achievements as they did the game. I don't know. It's not. It's not a superb game it's not terrible Anigo. it's not terrible there you go that's okay. that's, that's my endorsement but you but, said that with a little bit more more <laughs> um i guess uh what, what's the word i'm looking for you didn't quite have the the downer in your okay. voice when you said not terrible yeah like, that's true you were like yeah it's yeah just you, not you were a little bit more upbeat about your not terrible than i okay. think i was <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, there you go. So, 
trackable achievements, realistic grinds, completion shows you everything the game offers. All in all, an easy forty five hundred in the in the reserve bank for Tad. So, so this is the exact opposite of Circuit Superstars. Circuit Superstars, which has an unrealistic grind with no trackable achievements. Oh God! That, oh, that's right. You were telling me about that one, or I was asking Oof. you about that one. That Oof. that one is is you basically just have to just keep going until it happens, and it's about five hundred hours of continuing oh, to go. Oh <laughs> God! Can't. Uh, what is that one called? Circuit. Circuit superstars. <laughs> oh boy! Unrealistic grind with non-trackable achievements. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I remember this. You said 500 hours? Is this yeah. Is 200 it, it, to 300 completion. It, it, it's probably, eh, maybe 500 might be a little overestimation, but I'd say <laughs> 350 would be more realistic. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Let's see. I see the the little coffee mug of doom on it. On oh, the... yeah. That, that one's, like I said, non-trackable achievement. Shame on developers for doing that. That, that should have actually been my bad list game, but... <laughs> <laughs> but you got entrapped. I did get entrapped. Yeah. But with that being said, your nephew can help you out a lot in Circuit yeah. Superstars. So, oh, okay. That's it's cool. 350 hours of sleepy time. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Makes it more palatable. Okay. I see. And I do see that you have the uh, completion on that. So, congratulations. I do. Thank you. Yeah. My nephew so, helped out a ton with that one. I'm sure. Oh, props yes. to Props to him. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he got he, he got paid fairly well for that one. <laughs> nice. Um, well, all right. Well, I guess that wraps us up. So, um, any closing thoughts on any of these? Uh, nope. We're we're gonna go. Uh, uh, I'm I'm gonna look a little bit closer at not Rocket <laughs> Arena, not Rocket League. Oh. It, not Rocket League. Rocket yeah, Arena. Yeah, Rocket League's got cars in it. This has got guns in it, apparently. Okay. Yeah. Is there any form of <laughs> vehicular transportation in this game? Um, There is a blimp, but the blimp is the entire stage. So you, it, you're, you're moving along with it. You're not okay. actually driving it. I'm not sure who's driving the blimp. It's just kind of there in the sky and you're on top of it. Okay. But yeah, it, is a, right. it is a moving vehicle. Of sorts. I might have to look into it. I get a few few others on the <laughs> uh, on the schedule coming up, though. Yeah, it's five bucks or Game Pass or yeah. free with Game Pass. Yeah, that's it. What a deal! Right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening, and uh, take care. All right. See you. Hello and welcome to Wakavania. I'm Wakapay, and I completed the East Asia soft-published horror-themed Metroidvania, Demoniaca Everlasting Night. Completed as in getting all of its achievements. I did not complete the story, because Demoniaca is quite a bummer. Not because it's bad, even if it kind of is. It's a bummer because it shows so much potential, but frequently lets itself down. In Demoniaca Everlasting Night, the world has been invaded by demons, who destroy a village in order to construct a second Tower of Babel, leaving everyone dead except one young woman who is left for dead but is corrupted by demon blood and survives despite having her stomach cut open.
She sues herself together and acquires a form-fitting bodice to keep her entrails in place as the demon blood will prevent her from ever fully healing. The nameless girl then decides to crash the demon's party at the new Tower of Babel, seeking revenge. It's an interesting premise, and the game is not pulling its punches visually, with detailed pixel art making the most of its 18 plus age rating. Sadly, the writing is not up to par, mostly because of its terrible English. The ideas and concepts are mostly fine and interesting, but the writing is a mishmash of poor grammar, spelling errors and wildly swinging tones, making it difficult to understand and take seriously. The nameless girl you play as doesn't use weapons. She kicks and punches her demonic enemies to death using a fighting game-like combo system. Unfortunately, the combos have quite a high learning curve and you're rarely allowed to use combos at all since your enemies will interrupt your attacks. Blocking is essential in order to take down your enemies, as your movement is rather clunky and the range of your kicks and punches are not great. Having all these moves feels like a waste as the most effective way to take down your enemies is alternating a basic attack with blocking. You also start out very weak compared to the demons, and even on the lower difficulty you're encouraged to grind out experience by killing enemies before moving on. Further compounding difficulty is all the status effects dealt by enemies. Poison, bleed, confusion and other effects can easily take you down if you are not prepared for them, either using items to recover or getting the highly recommended move for cleansing status effects which can be purchased from Boxman in the library. I feel Demoniaca would have been so much more enjoyable if the enemies weren't walking death boxes who only dealt damage if they were attacking instead of as soon as you touch them. You frequently get stun locked if you're not careful, quickly draining your health, sometimes completely killing you from a full health bar with no way for you to escape. Early on, you frequently run into momentum-stalling barricades and hidden walls, which takes way too long to punch your way through. This gets faster the more powerful you get, but it is no fun spending minutes punching your way through stationary objects in the first areas. The user interface for upping your stats is not great either. I know I'm not the only one who failed to understand how to assign skill points when leveling up, and equipping loot you find, leaving me struggling for longer than I had to before I figured it out. This is partly because the user interface is pretty bad, but it's also because accessing it does not pause the action around you, leaving you vulnerable to enemy attacks. The fact you need to hold A for a bit to upgrade and equip items doesn't help, even if the screen states it is what you have to do. This is on me, but as I mentioned, I'm not the only one who failed to parse this information. Movement is clunky, and you have to commit to your moves which often change your position, often leaving you vulnerable or simply falling off edges. The jump is assigned to the right trigger, which is not ideal and turns worse when wall jumping, and even worse once you get your double jump, as the trigger needs to be fully reset in order to double jump. The areas of the game are divided by portals, and each transition between areas has an overly long load time, even on a Series X, 
followed by another overly long unskippable transition animation with the girl making her best grumpy cat impression. In reality, these transitions are just a few seconds, but they add up as areas are not very large and you frequently move between them. Demoniaca Everlasting Night is just a few tweaks away from a bad game to a pretty good one, which makes me sad and feeling conflicted by its terrible achievement list, which mostly consists of grindy tasks in tiers such as killing X demons, finding X treasure chests, finding X save rooms, jumping X number of times. On one hand, it makes it a much faster completion, allowing you to easily grind it out by backtracking after defeating the second boss. While I was happy to put it down after completing its achievement list, I feel it should have required you to complete the story at least, even if it was quite difficult and grindy, even on the easiest setting. Demoniaca Everlasting Night is a bad game with so much unfulfilled potential. I would honestly really like it with some relatively minor tweaks, improving the writing quality, upping the pacing by making obstacles faster to get through, allowing skipping area transitions and making most enemies only deal damage when they attack would make it a good game. If the movement was also improved, it could be great. Demoniaca Everlasting Night has 28 achievements worth 1000 game score and 1900 TA and a time estimate of 8 to 10 hours. If you're only interested in the achievement list completion, that is, and a regular store price of $15. For better completion math purposes, I can tell you only 60 players have completed it right now. Demoniaca Everlasting Night is only a few steps away from greatness, but falls short too many times, ending up less than the sum of its parts. Have a nice day everyone!